and go. Shock Bucky Radio is entertainment for adults by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXBG Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights. Stand warned. Woo, need to quit smoking. Oh, that was a long one. So this is our Shock Monkey Radio special. We didn't plan on doing it. That's why I have this horrible C3 t-shirt with the Oregon Trail logo thing on it. You have died of dysentery. Yeah, so we didn't plan on doing this, but I just got so bored not doing a show for like two weeks in a row. Because it got to a point where I was watching DC Legends of Tomorrow. I'm re-watching Star Trek Voyager, and... I'm like, we got to do something on New Year's Eve because I'm just not working for like a week. It almost drove me crazy. If you had said Deep Space Nine, I would have been like, okay, I get it. I know. Voyager is enjoyable, man. It's better than Deep Space Nine. I know that. Yeah, these too political, man. Uh, They never go anywhere. I started listening to uh, The Greatest Generation, which is a a, a podcast. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Yeah. And uh, The Greatest Generation, they go back and they listen to TNG which is my favorite iteration. Um, what I liked about The Next Generation is that they did mirror episodes from the original series. Uh, so, like, when you, when I watched the original series and then I watched The Next Generation, it's like, oh, look, they're revisiting places where Kirk was. Like, that's kind of cool. Well, all the shows are kind of self-referential. They'll keep calling back to each other. It's it's filled with them, chock full of them. They, they had Scotty on The Next Generation, for Christ's sakes, you know. He was on an TNG episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, cameos were all riddled throughout that. Exactly. They had a lot of time to fill. Anyway. Speaking of filling time. Yeah, you got to go. He has to go to the bathroom. Uh, we, we're trying to rush to get this everything up and running. Like I said we're, uh, like I said earlier to the people who watched the video, got in early on the video, um, uh, we're going to be experimenting with pushing the limits of our camera software and see what we could do. If we crash on the video... Um, just hang around. We're gonna. It should come up pretty quickly afterwards. It's usually about thirty to forty-five seconds for just just to pop the software back up, really, and hit click the button. So uh, just stick with us. And if you want to do us a favor, uh, share this with your friends because any kind of video that you see, uh, it's it um, that that we do. Please share them if you like them. Uh, share them because that's what gets us uh, out there and gets us uh, more in the community. And the better we do, the better FXBG. As a whole does, I believe. I believe. I'm also monitoring um, the YouTube chat. So if you want to chat in YouTube, I, I may uh, click over. I got a lot of stuff here. Bunch of open windows. Just keep passing the open window. I bet you, I bet you know who Queen is, but I ju- bet you don't know that song by Queen. They got in trouble. Queen got in trouble because uh, they, they had a song called Death on Two Legs where there's a line that says, uh, do you feel like suicide? I think you should. And it's called Death on Two Legs because it's about this uh, producer or some some business guy that they were dealing with. And uh, at, at live shows, he'd call him out by name. And so <laughs> Freddie was hardcore. And so, uh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, they had that line, and people were saying, oh, they're advocating for suicide. And so they did... They've done, like, two songs. They have, like, one off the 1980s uh, album, The Game, 
where it's called uh, Don't Try Suicide, and it is horrible. It's the most horrible Queen song I've ever heard. Um, if, you get, if, you, uh, if you're like at 1 a.m. and you're like microwaving a uh, Hot Pocket or something this morning, go look at the Queen song uh, Don't Try Suicide. It is the worst Queen song you have ever heard. Jeez. That, what? <coughs> what? Don't, don't Try Suicide by Queen? What about um, Teenage Suicide? Don't do it. From uh, Heather's? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, the movie, I know the the movie, movie Heather's. Heathers. Anyway. <laughs> Golly. Anyway, so first things first. I, uh, You're going to make lame references, so am I. Well, I got to do something <laughs> to stop you, so. First things first. Oh, already with the music. Well, hold I want to. Hold on, let me. Uh, well, you got to uh, mix them. Let me give you a little shine. Wait till you had a little bit of an audience. I got one one viewer. <laughs> That's what enough. you want me to do. I'm entertaining you, mom. <laughs> this is called K-Pasa. <laughs> 42 years and my life is still trying to get up. Great big hill of hope for a destination. Realized quickly when I knew that I would. This world is made of this brotherhood of man for whatever that means. And I cry sometimes when I'm lying in bed to get it all out, the stuff in my head. And I, I'm a little peculiar So I wake in the morning and I step outside I take a deep breath and I get real high And scream at the top of my lungs What's going on? Yeah, I say, hey What's going on? Yeah, I say, hey, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I say, hey, what's, what's going, going on? on? not going to torture you too much with my voice that was fun but i've got some beers in me and this is what happens when ek and i are alone in the studio let's just start goofing around with our musical instruments musical there have been some, instruments there have been some tricklings into the uh into the chat room we'll uh we'll see what happens are we, they saying make them stop please we, oh god make them stop we might get some visitors we might, have to, we might have to pan that shot out a little bit That's on your fine. side. We can, yeah, we'll move cameras around. We're fly by night. We're just testing out the software. You see, you got the clock above us? Yeah, so we can pay attention before midnight Features. happens. Features. That's what remind us, because I would just let, it would probably, we'd just get in a conversation, and we'd just talk all the way through 1 a.m. It's like, oh, we missed it. Oh, and, by the way, happy new year. Yeah, the arbi- the we'll, arbitrary point in time passed. Yeah, we'll catch mountain time. Yeah, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> 
we got we got a couple of opportunities to catch back up. We'll wait for the other wait for the other time zones. We're doing this coast to coast tonight. We can go to the international dateline and do it all again. I don't got to work tomorrow. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I was bored out of my mind because I've been listening, uh, watching, watching all sorts of stuff, listening to all sorts of stuff. <laughs> it's almost like um, because uh, I create so much, you know, I'm making videos all the time, doing podcasts all the time. Um, it's been a while since I've actually sat and just took in information. And I felt like uh, Johnny Five from Short Circuit, need input. But it got to a point where I was like, I'm watching, I'm watching Voyager where I'm playing World of Warcraft. Because I mean, I can't, wa- I can't actively watch that kind of shit. I can't actively watch, excuse me, actively watch stuff like Star Trek The Next Generation or Voyager, particularly Voyager, because I think I've seen them all back when they originally aired, because that was like, the, uh, I was like, I'm, that's the one show I'm going to watch all of it because, because I'm so sick of Deep Space Nine. And so, <laughs> yeah, but now I'm watching it again. I, I want to talk a little bit about Voyager and something that uh, never bothered me because I've never... Uh, I found Kess to be attractive, but there's something that I I just didn't I didn't dig her at life. I, th- I thought she was Kess. pretty. Kess was the uh, o- Ocala the... or whatever like that. Ocampa, Ocampa or something. Yeah, and she was. Um, uh, the reason why this comes up is because somebody said to me this Christmas, uh, "Is like who do you like better, Star Trek or Star Wars?" Star Wars? And I'm like, now Star Trek. Oh, snap. Yeah, and so I realized I changed my loyalty, oh, so I started. Snap. I gotta, I gotta live up to the hype, man. And you so I'm watching the spy Voyager. You said that, and so um, <laughs> I want to talk about Cass because I'm, it's, I'm in, I think of the second season. Cat uh, Janeway has her second haircut, and so um, is was this on the agenda? What? Yeah. Did you? I, I meant to look at the damn notes. Anyway, so um, there's a thing about Cass that bothers me. It's in the second season, and she's two years old. Two years old. Neelix is way older than her. I'm not even getting into how weird he looks and how he can pull a hot chick because that makes no sense. A young hot chick. It's not, he's not even rich. So the thing is, is that this, this thing is two years old. This Ocampa is two years old. What the fuck, R. Kelly? What's going on? You know? If, and everyone's just letting this relationship go on on the ship. Like with a baby, I understand the lifespan of these Ocampas or whatever like that is different. And so they're mature at two? I'm sorry. Two years is not enough experience. I don't care how psychic you are. You know? It seems a little weird. I mean, it's more than just, it's more than just psychic, though. Not that I'm advocating for this clearly pedophilic relationship. Right. Uh, but... Her uh, species, yeah, I guess um, it's more than just psychic. I mean, the developmental pace—they're dead at like eight or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's elderly for them. Yeah, ten, they lived about a decade, right? So it's like ten years per year. So yeah. she's she's like more like in her twenties. Neelix also still in his forties at this yeah. point. Still, and, still not. And, yeah, and still doesn't she make is, it much better. She is characteristically incredibly naive yeah like like really really naive yeah so yeah there's definitely some something right yeah so i mean it's just, it, for some reason it didn't bother me the first time i watched voyager but now now it bothers me um yeah uh star trek voyager um uh, p- progressivism um yeah now i'm really starting to notice the progressivism where it's like 
That's right. I'm Catherine Janeway, and I'm a badass woman who smokes a pack a day. She you is. better listen to me. And she is badass, and that's great. She you know, um, is. And I mean, even, what was that the late 90s that show was on? Mid to late uh, 90s? What, uh, yeah, easy enough to find out. Yeah. And so, um, and I think we've had this kind of uh, liberal progressivism, which is good. Don't get me wrong. I think that, uh, like, my crush, like, you know how it is when you watch Star Trek, right? In every show, there's at least one crush you have. Right, if you're on the ship and you're like a senior staff commander or something like that, there's one girl on the bridge or in engineering that you want to bang, and on Voyager, that was Bolana Torres. Ninety-five to 01. Ninety-five to 01. That's what I thought. And so, um, and for that, for me, that person was Bolana Torres. She was the one on the ship I wanted to get with the most. I mean, Kess was obviously hotter, but I didn't. Torres was the half Klingon. The half Klingon girl, girl who was smart and badass, and dated the pilot later on. Uh, Tom Paris, uh, Chakotay and Paris, I think. She, well, did she ever? She, I don't think she dated Chakotay. They may I, have had a past. I'm, but in they, the, I'm in the second. Well, I thought they were both uh, Maquis. They were. Yeah, and so. Um, but did they do? They allude to them ever dating? The one I just saw recently is where somebody came on board and like was giving them uh, uh, mental images of like their, their greatest desire, and hers was Chakotay coming onto her. Ah, yeah, but so, that doesn't necessarily mean there's a history. It's just, that doesn't mess. You're right. Exactly. It's just that she wanted there to be. But uh, this brings up another subject, which I found interesting because of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I actually watched the fourth season of that, and uh, you know, I th- I think there's plenty of good reasons why um, it's there are rules about sleeping with people you work with. All right, businesses have these. I mean, the military has these. Things and well, yeah, I mean, you don't shit okay. where you eat <laughs> now. Now, uh, Star Trek is a military operation and they should have rules about banging people you work with. All right, I understand if you're in the Delta Quadrant and stuff, that's a different story. The logistics in any situation, it doesn't matter what quadrant you're in, anywhere. If things don't work out, you still have to make money, you still have to do your job. And, and, and on a spaceship, yeah. you can only go so far, yeah. And like, if you're both on the bridge. Of yeah. the spaceship, like, and things don't work out. Like, you can't yeah. be like, get, "Hey, can yeah. I get a can I get a com reading?" Yeah, can I get a com reading? Uh, uh, Captain, can you please ask Lieutenant yeah. to give me a com reading? Uh, Lieutenant, you, why are you Captain, not? Will you answering? tell the first officer that I do not have to respond to him? I can only respond to orders from you, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why those rules exist. All right, and so no when it comes, yeah, no fraternization policies. And that's why those rules exist. But every time you see a show. Where there's a bunch of people on a ship, they're they're all they're sleeping all with each, each other, other, and they and they pass each other around. The thing, the thing is, the only one that's different is Firefly, because Firefly. Oh, I loved Firefly. There was only one relationship on there, and there was just and they tension and it was a pre-existing people. relationship. Was, well, no, no, they, it, the relationship started on the ship. There's even a scene where he talks about it, uh, shipboard relationships complicate complicate things. Captain was right. You remember there's a scene where oh, they talk about right. it. He was right, but he let it go on anyway. So. I forgot about the the like, it it the relationship predates the show, not the that's right. Ship. When they met, she said when I first met her, she she frisked me. Right. You know, <laughs> I'm starting to get a that's feel a, for that's it. That's a great series, a, man. Yes, it is. C- series and the movie. I uh, and the casting is phenomenal too. Yeah, I mean, good, Alan good Alan Tudyk is hilarious and, yeah, and excellent. Then, uh, the actor that plays Nathan Fillion. 
lot of a lot of, lot of good and then the, the people that never went on hey uh nick you might as well come on down here we got our full hands full doing all the uh entertaining and engineering at the same time so if you want to come on down come on down we're not gonna be doing any call-ins tonight okay ladies and gentlemen did he send his did yeah, he send a message to try to call he said i tried to call in but you know come on man get your butt down here you know i don't like taking phone calls on my show anyway so um yeah i got i got the chat room up and stuff like that if you want to talk to us uh, do us a favor you know what uh if you're not going to become a patron by going over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio and becoming a patron, help us upgrade our video so I don't look so blurry. Um, oh, yeah, we got it. So I can afford shirts without green on them. So, um, yeah, go or be patron, Go become a patron over at patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Uh, if you're not going to do that, please like, share, and subscribe to our videos because if you know anything about what's going on on YouTube – these days it's like that's the only way we're going to get exposure so please please share these videos um yeah uh, i want to talk more about legends of tomorrow uh, legends of tomorrow um it's it's really been ridiculous ridiculous for about four seasons so is that the dc dc time travel one the nobodies D- right? DC, yeah the dc yeah, yeah. legends of tomorrow and the only thing i keep watching it for is fucking white canary that girl is fucking hot and um, I, I'm, I was upset when Commander Cold or whatever his name, he died. That sucked. Um, the only one I like on there now is, is uh, Mick. And uh, but White Canary. Shame she's by him. That's a deal breaker for me. You're selfish. Um, yeah, but um, yeah, everyone's fucking each other in that show. And that is based upon a government organization. And I really don't like that because I don't know. It's, I call it the love boat because uh, people come onto the boat. Right? If you watch the whole four seasons, right? People come on the boat. They crush on somebody. There's a, a, a minor subplot of them crushing on each other or something like that. They crush. Then something happens and one of them has got to leave or both of them has got to leave. Or they just bang the captain, and the captain is like, "Well, I, I'll clean up the mess here." <laughs> so it's, it's it's weird. It's a love boat. It's like no real crew would ever get anything done like that. But I, you know, I guess there's a lot of women on my ship when I was in the navy, and a lot of people were fucking then. So I don't know. Maybe it does work. Maybe I'm just mad that everyone's getting laid, but me. Uh, there must was, have been 501 people on your ship. <laughs> I was the odd man out. Sorry, buddy. Short straw. It's a straw metaphor for my penis. So, so just just a heads up, we got like a seven second delay, it seems, which is a pretty good connectivity for right now. Okay. Oh, yeah, we get to the clock, yeah. That's no big deal. That's actually kind of average. I think we're doing all right. Yeah. It's not like you're playing WoW in another room. You're not playing WoW on your laptop, right? No. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, also, in DC Legends of Tomorrow, there was this uh, one episode that I loved. It was... It's just because, first of all, it's, the show's been ridiculous for a long time. Um, but they're doing all the, they jumped to Woodstock, and there's some sort of event that's going to happen at Woodstock. And what happened was, is a unicorn shows up. <laughs> and I love this episode because the unicorn is a deadly magical animal. And I'm just like, yes, yes, it is. The unicorn it has is a, a de- horn it, in the middle of its head. What, what, seriously, what yes. instinctual purpose would a unicorn have to use with that horn? Yeah. It, it is for protection. It's it's 
uh, sprayed them with snot or something like that, and it makes you trip balls. Right. <laughs> Makes you easier to kill. <laughs> I was like, that is that is what a unicorn would be, a demon, a, a demon. beautiful demon, a beautiful demon. Well, what was uh? There's a there's a scene with I can't remember what what it's from, but there's a scene with Baf, Baphomet, 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 or something, something like that, where it appears as a unicorn. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what show it's from. Yeah. Thanks. That's, that was very useful. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do it at the Canada. This is why I'm not. This is why I'm behind the curtains, people. Man, behind the curtains. You can't follow his own narr- narrative. Um, yeah. So, and yeah, there was a Tex Ex Machina on the DC Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, they had these courier things that they could hit, and it would like teleport them right to the uh, Ministry of Time or something like that, whatever it's called, and uh, onto the onto the Wave Rider and back. Right, they could do this all the time, but somehow, sometimes, like, oh, we're going rogue, and then all of a sudden, the Ministry of Time doesn't have any of those anymore. You can't just teleport to the ship with a bunch of guys with guns and say, "Come on, you, you know, you can't do this." It it seems to work inconveniently at some, sometimes. Like, oh, you know, the, wa- the Wave Rider's off doing its own thing again, and they're like, "Oh, there's no way for us to do anything about that." <laughs> like, get out of here! You know what? what the hell? I, I I like to think that. Uh... They leave a little bit like it's. I think there's got to be some intentional, like, inconclusive writing done. Like they kind of want the audience to just assume that there's some. They figure something out. There's a reason. There's they figure they know how to go rogue. They know how to get around the security measures. You know the captain's proven himself to be quite crafty. Um, Woo! Really tearing down these beers. That's two in like a half an hour, bro. Slow down. Hell no. It's New Year's, man. I got a freaking case. Barry's not scheduled till after midnight. <laughs> he might come up by 11. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I was talking about progr- progressivism uh, on Voyager. And, you know, uh, I think I think uh, Gavin McInnes is right. I think it's really been equal for women since the 70s. And Gavin McInnes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's gotten to a point where now they want too much. Sorry, ladies. Now you want too much. Let's pull the baby out, cut the cord and everything, and then decide should we abort it. That uh, that kind of stuff is a little bit too much. All right. Sorry to bring the tone down. Let's talk about Mutiny on the Bounty. I watched that recently. I've never actually seen it. Mut- Mutiny on the Bounty? You ever seen it? Not familiar. It's long. You know, and you have to probably be ex-Navy to even sit through it. Um, anyway, so here's the thing. If you have seen Mutiny on the Bounty, um, did Marlon Brando always look weird? I th- mm. Did he always I, look weird? I, I think he always looked weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, that's that's just his thing. Well, here's the thing. is like, people will say, you know, he's, uh, what was his big... Uh, Big role, right? Was it one raging bull? That's De Niro. I mean, um, okay. Streetcar Near Desire. What was it? I, I forget which one, but he's always been weird looking, and yeah. um, it's like his thing. And I don't find him intimidating. It's like at all. Clint. It's like Clint Howard. Yeah, like his thing is being that that guy. That like he's that, not the guy he's that not, looks like that. He's not handsome. He's not like hideous, but he's like he's he's weird looking. Like yeah. he's he's Clint Howard. Kind of funny looking. Yeah. Um, 
And he's in like 170,000 different roles. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's the thing about the mutiny on the bounty, about this dipshit cap- captain. Um, I w- it was like, th- throughout the whole movie, I'm sitting there, it's like, they're going to mutiny because of this, right? No, no, okay. When's the mutiny happen? And they're going to mutiny because of that. They're definitely going to mutiny because of that, right? No? You just, 24 lashes on the deck? You're not going to mutiny. They get all the way to Tahiti and are on their way back when they have the deal with the water. Then they, I mean, now, to be honest, when I saw the point, at the point where I said, okay, this is how he's being about the water. Yeah. People are going to kill you. Sorry for spitting on my computer. And so um, I really do, I can understand, you know, you want to go around the Cape of, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the Cape, Cape Horn. Going, trying to go around there, that was risky. That was risky, and everyone on it, it could have shortened your trip. I can understand them m- not mutinying there. But when you start, you know, 24 lashes for two wheels of cheese is a little excessive, if you ask me. Two wheels of It's a lot of cheese. cheese. At sea. Yes. At, at sea. It's valuable. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there was also implied in the plot that um, he was told to take it to the uh, captain's personal... Uh, what it was uh, like carriage or whatever. Fucking Brits. It's funny because so much of the uh, U.S. Navy is based upon the British Navy. It's basically a bunch of British guys. It's like all these people in America. It's like who knows how to sail? I do, mate. <laughs> gotcha. Um. So yeah, I think that that mutiny would have happened long before they got to Tahiti. And I, I understand how mad they are. They are so furious at those plants. Um, but they should never have thrown them off the ship. As soon as they started throwing those plants off the ship, it's like that is the only thing of value that you have. If you, um, if you want to take the ship somewhere else and replenish your water stores, make sure you got plenty for the plants and the, and the crew. I understand that. Water is generally free. Fresh water is generally free as long as you find it. Same to you, Aunt Patty. Happy New Year. So, um... Got to take the time out and acknowledge the, the viewers and listeners. It's Absolutely. Very, we appreciate very, you. Very, very Please important. share the videos. We appreciate Happy it. Happy New Year. Happy Thank New you Year. Thank you for taking Patty. time out of, your, out of your holiday to, to, yeah. to participate. Bring in the 2020 into this decade. It's good to hear from every single person. And we love you. Shout outs are free. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That mutiny should have happened long before Tahiti. That's, that's my only point. Oh, beautiful. I can make myself disappear. But it's not real. I don't know. I'm still here. I'm still here, but I can make myself. Boom. You just you ch- turned into a pack, two packs of cigarettes. Yeah, this way, this way, <laughs> this, this way I can, I can. You can't come back. This way I can step out of the room for just a moment. And it doesn't look like there's just an empty hole where I was. But you can keep talking, and I'll hear you because I'm just going into the kitchen for a moment. Oh, okay. To prepare another drink. He's gonna get a drink. All right. <laughs> Would you like it? You said you went. Uh, you yeah. Went, can you bring me two more beers? Yes. Please? Thank you, bro. All right, let's see what else I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about what uh, I've been listening to lately, which is uh, podcasts of Joe Rogan, obviously. I, pretty much everyone listens to Joe Rogan, right? If you're into podcasts, you probably listen to Joe Rogan. And I don't blame you. I like half of all his shows. And um, usually it's when he starts talking about MMA, which I'm not into. I, I start rolling my eyes because I'm not into it, you know? 
And in, in all fairness, if I sat here and started, you know, and he's like, man, I don't watch fucking Star Trek. <laughs> I don't want to watch Voyager twice. Twice. Imagine if you were on Joe Rogan's show. It's like, hey, you're, you're watching DC Legends of Tomorrow? Joe Rogan will look at you like, what? No way, man. You ever tried DMT? That's what he'd say. Um, but I've also been, uh, you know, Burt Kreischer and um, Tom Segura are uh, friends of his. And I don't know if you've, if you watched enough Joe Rogan. Thank you, sir. I just said him. Uh, if you watch enough Joe Rogan, if you watch enough Joe Rogan, cocksucker, <laughs> Joe, you know who Joey Diaz is. You know who Burt Kreischer is. And you know who Tom Segura are. And so, um, yeah, I've been listening to, apparently there's a, a podcast that like two, two bears, one cave. I've been listening to that. And listen to me. I've been trying, trying out new podcasts lately because it's been like every podcaster and YouTuber is taking these weeks off. <laughs> It's like I got, I got no Steven Crowder. I got no Ben Shapiro. I'm dying. All right. So I'm, I'm just get a downloading podcast. I was like, is there any, anybody else out there? And I've listened to some podcasters. I, um, uh, Jim Brewer has a podcast and I start, I listened to a couple of episodes of Jim Brewer's podcast and I, I felt really, really proud of myself for being more interesting in conversation in a, in a, like a solo in a solo monologue kind of way than Jim Brewer. Um, if Jim Brewer has a, a tight set, hour set or something like that, that's a different thing. You know, writing a comedy show is far more different than being mildly comedically funny conversationally. Whew. That's a tough sentence to swallow. Mm. Wash it down with beer. I hear a clink in the glasses. <laughs> he, he's making a foo-foo drink. You know, this, I think my mother would say that. It's a foo-foo drink. It's like, a, he, I think he wants to be like a uh, Jeffrey Lebowski tonight. Anyway, um, yeah, so I've been, I've been watching uh, Burt Kreischer's and uh, Tom Segura's uh, stand-up. And I've also been, there are Two Bears, One Cave podcast. And those guys seem like the nicest people in the world, and they're hilarious. Um, more so than Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan looks like he might get pissed. Um, I had a nightmare once where... Um, I got invited to be on the Joe Rogan show and he pulls up old shit that I posted or said on a show like, um, Hey, I heard you said that I was tepid. They call you madman, right? Yeah. Yeah. I heard you said that I was tepid. What's that mean? What's that about? Don't kick my ass, Joe Rogan. I, I, I didn't mean it because <laughs> he would kick the piss out of me. Uh, he's got his Instagram and he, he's got like videos of him training and stuff like that. And it was like, you would kick the piss out of me. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that there's a ton of people in the world. There's only a few people in the world that kick, kick my ass. And it's like, no, there's, you know, lots and lots of people who kick, could kick, could kick my ass. Um, yeah. So I was, I was just telling, <laughs> Hey man, is there beverage here? Anyway, yeah, he's got himself a Caucasian. Make yourself a hell of a Caucasian, Jackie. If you could just write me a check for 10% of $100,000, 2K. <laughs> Turn your mic on. For the rug. <laughs> for the rug. All the dude ever wanted was his rug back. It's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, um, yeah I was telling him about uh, the Burt Kreischer. 
I was sitting there. I watched. Oh, him. dude, yeah, that yeah. that was hilarious. I know that was one of the most. <laughs> uh, his, uh, I think it's the latest special. I forget what it was called. It's uh, the machine. The machine. That's what it was. It was called the machine. Um, and that story about his daughters and the dog. Oh, he had us dying in stitches. Everything all right over there? I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to keep up with messages. Okay, stuff coming in. Oh, that one's from December sixth. Okay. I missed that one. <laughs> It is it. Yeah, you missed that one. Okay. The thing is, there's like 14 different ways to contact us. Yeah. You know, you, you, gotta, can, like, you, can, you can reach I'm out to us on tabs. Face- yeah. yeah, you can reach out to us on Facebook or, or you know, Patreon. Or you, sub- or you could subscribe to the shows on iTunes. Or if you're on Android, you can subscribe through CastBox mm-hmm. or, or Pocket Cast, if you will. Yeah, um, anywhere you can get yeah. podcasts. You just have to search Shock Monkey Radio um, or FXBG Public Radio, and you can find some of the other shows on our network. You, you know what's interesting about all this is like, you know, I'm, I'm either watching uh, watching video content, either on YouTube, Netflix, whatever, you know, crackle, whatever, and uh, or I'm ingesting podcasts. You know, I basically have given up on music other than playing it horribly. And so... <laughs> Listen... That's the most fun thing about music for me. I agree. I don't care. Nobody's watching. Uh, well, I mean, except for tonight. Like, there might be people watching, which I'm a little concerned about. Well, but, if you... Yeah, well, I but mean... But for the most part, when I'm home, like, I like just jamming and playing songs that I like I like to listen to and playing covers, and it's fun for me. And nobody's watching, so I don't care how I sound. I don't care if it's terrible. It's just like karaoke, you know? You're allowed to be terrible at karaoke. It's kind of the point. Yeah. Like... You're supposed to have fun, at, like you're putting on a show for the bar. Nobody's going there to see Steven Tyler do Dream On. They're co- they're you're coming to see they're going to see Frank, do, like tear it up. <laughs> anyway, come on, Frank. Who's Frank? Who you I don't know. Some uh, guy named Frank though is watching. Is like I love. I, I I'm gonna try Dream On next time at karaoke, and you should, Frank. You should. Oh, I get it now. I was. Think about Steven Tyler. Yeah. Bless you. Woo! You shouldn't hold them in like that. Yeah, I'm gonna pop my head off. I don't wanna I don't wanna clean blood off the studio carpet. It's hard to get out. Oh god, that'd be the weirdest. Nobody's allowed to get weirdest, injured. Weirdest live stream ever. Nobody's allowed to get injured in here. Alright, um I'm gonna have to take a break here. Oh, by the way. Hey, listen, uh, Enos just joined in. It's good to see you. Hey, Enos. Uh, while he, while he's in the room, it's a good time to point out um, for our, for our playback listeners. Uh, Lost in the Log Box, Wednesday evenings from uh, 6.30, 6.30 to 7.30. Yeah. Uh, it's a great show, in-depth analysis on comic books. and, and uh, These guys are super nerdy. Holy crap. I thought I was nerdy. I thought I knew more about comic books, but apparently I've been hanging around too many audio geeks. Wow, the the knowledge, the depth of the knowledge is insane. Yeah, Enos in particular, uh, he knows who, like, you can, what was that comic book? It was number 77, I think, and he knows, like, who wrote it, who's the anchor. It's, who, it's <laughs> awesome, it's phenomenal. <laughs> the, the, the knowledge, the depth is crazy. Uh, that's Lost in the Long Box on uh, Wednesday night, Wednesday 6.30 nights. to 7.30. Yeah, they have a YouTube channel as well, Lost in the Long Box, and they have a Patreon they as well. They have a Patreon, yep. So, Got, you know, yeah. do you want to support Please, absolutely. please, please reach, reach Check out. them so, out, sub- absolutely. Subscribe. We're about that count. <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year, Enos. Yeah, happy, you, happy New Year, guys. We love you. Um, sorry about getting drunk and 
Facebooking. Um, uh, you know, that's... Uh, that's uh, EK's that's, used to it. Not everyone yeah, is. Not everyone is. Uh, so th- this, is, this is how we deal with this. And I feel like it's a spoiler night. Um, those, of you, those of you that uh, are in for the long haul with us this evening, uh, you, may, you may experience later on in the evening Barry Sanchez. And Barry Sanchez is what happens when the madman crosses that threshold from, from uh, not enough beers to too many beers. Um, and it's a fine line. It's very small. It's a very fine line. And it'll happen. It'll happen and nobody will be ready for it. Yeah. And, uh, and this, the way I suggest it is imagine like you're watching The Office. Uh, like it's, it's cringe humor. It's, <laughs> it's I come up with some of my best stuff in that zone. Uh, All right, I, I'm gonna my have... favorite, my favorite will always be, it will always be the, the, the cure for abuse of animals. Oh, animal abuse, yeah. The cure for animal abuse, which it's is put... the most, like, it's like, it's something a robot would come up with. Every like... time a puppy is born, you put a small explosive in its spine, right? Capable of, like, uh, you know, killing somebody. Right within like a, a three foot radius, right? You plant this explosive, and then you can give, you can buy, sell, give puppies away, whatever. And if their nervous system gets beaten to a, a point where the n- nervous system is in enough shock at a c- certain electricity level, that's when the bomb goes off, killing, put the animal out of its misery, and killing the the abuser of the animal. And keeping shelter count. Super villain plan. Keeping animal shelter count. Keep, low. Keeping animal countdown. Super villain, super villain plan. It is most definitely a super villain plan, and uh, and and like I said, it's, Barry came it's, up with it's, that. It's, it's it, yeah, Barry, Barry. Barry came up with that one. Holy uh, crap! That shot, and and that's like not the only one. Like Barry comes up with some for real super villain, like like the reality of these these things, like the blowing up the moon thing, like the. <laughs> dude, it sounds so much fun. <laughs> Blowing up the moon would be so awesome. But the, but but the the thought the thought that that the thought logic patterns are interesting. I guess I guess the thought that would go into actually blowing up the moon. Like okay, haha, we're good, yeah, blowing up the moon is funny. No, but if you blew up the moon, the tidal effects that this would have and well, over crops and across the s- slowly like, and you, slowly our water would stop moving. It would be so crazy. Weather would super cold and super. <laughs> what if what if the moon has already blown up and we just don't know it because we're all under a dome? It's like that episode of the Orville. Nah, it's probably we're probably living in a simulation. I hope that's the case because control alt delete this motherfucker. Nah, you just gotta start changing the code. You gotta show people that that ice stick is. It's like it's. My is it melted? Stick. Is it too melted? It, it is completely melted. Oh, okay, but. You can see kind of when I uh, make sure it's not drippy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's basically like a guitar it's neck. The, it's the neck yeah. of a guitar. And, and if you the ice it, is a guitar shape. It's cool. Ice cube. Yeah. It's cool. What do you drink? It's white, white, white Russian. <laughs> I didn't have vodka, so it's just Kahlua, Bailey's, and milk. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> I wonder what Gavin McInnes would say about that. Um, wow, forty-nine minutes already. Forty-eight minutes. All right. Um, so I'm gonna have to take a. You get bring up that sponsor. Uh, so, so we can. If I, we need I, to get, take a break. I've done nothing. 
Okay. I've, well, I've, pre- I've prepared nothing. I'll, I'll go over my 2019 I, review, and if you can like pull up our little sponsor, I got, I got this. This is this is what I'm gonna do. You go ahead and you go, you go ahead and you do your thing. All right. This I'm is gonna... 2019 year in review. Just stuff I want to mention uh, that happened this year that I think is super interesting. Um, I tell you what is like ever since 2016, there have been a ton of these uh, social justice warriors warriors that have cracked us up uh and in this year there have been uh, some sjw's cracking us up and do, do citizens... another disclaimer <laughs> why because you're starting to get get a little political all right how many do you need a one it's almost been an hour Shock Monkey Radio is entertainment for adults by adults, and the views and opinions expressed here do not reflect upon FXP Public Radio or its sponsors. For additional information, please refer to the United States Bill of Rights stand warned. Thank you. Now tear apart those that's, tear apart those SJWs you know that you that, must do. You know what that thing I just did was? That's a fuck you for those people who what, listen to podcasts at double speed. You guys are assholes. What the hell are you doing? Somebody told me that. It's like, oh, yeah, listen to your podcast at t- uh, two times speed. You miss you what? miss humor pauses when you do that. You know that? You ever notice that? If you listen oh, yeah. at double speed, like you miss the tone of a joke. Exactly. Um, and I noticed. I noticed that. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm gonna fade for a moment. Alrighty. Oh, he turned a two pack cigarette cigarettes again. Um. Yeah, so I want to thank you, all you SJWs out there. Think you're doing th- great things in the world, and you are just hilariously cracking the rest of us with brains up. Uh, same with you sovereign citizens who think that somehow there's a separate set of laws for you because somebody... Uh, uh, did we lose a video? No. I think we did. Uh, I think we lost video. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we still have our podcast going. Pull it, pull it back up. I'm yeah, so sorry to our uh, video users and our and our uh, audio listeners who are just like, oh, you're sitting there talking about videos all the time. That's what it bugs me about like podcasts with Joe Rogan and Gavin McInnes. If you listen to it as a podcast, you're like, it's like, pull that shit up, Jamie. It's like I, I have no idea what you guys are looking at. Is it pictures of Burt Kreischer with his shirt off? Because they look at pictures of that a lot. What's up with those guys? I think Burt Kreischer might have been gay. Remember he did that joke? It's like, uh, uh, man, you know what's funny is uh, I work I work often with uh, with people in the LGBT community in in some stage works, and uh, you'd be surprised how many people that present themselves as straight in the public eye in the entertainment industry are absolutely not straight. You'd be, you know, maybe you wouldn't be surprised, but I they're, don't care. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you'd be surprised. Well, I'm, I'm sure I've missed millions of homos. Excuse me. Forgive me for saying it that way. But I'm sure I've missed, because it, it rarely comes up, you know, unless you're one of those people who's like, hello, I am gay, and I need you to acknowledge that right now. You know, that's generally not how it works. I think even gay people hate that kind of gay guy. So, I don't think anyone wants sexuality shoved in their face all the time. Exactly. I've said this once. I've said it a many times. That's not, that's How are we not, on video? That's not your... Uh, oh, we're up. I just don't have a uh, monitor yeah, back okay. up for you. That's not, it's not, it's not the um, essence of who you are. There's so much more to you as a person... Exactly. ...than just your sexuality. And that goes for every human being. You know, like the, the typical uh, 
I just fucking that's that's so base to me to just talk about sex all the time. Yeah, I mean, do you have even, video yet or no? I, I can see it, but it's not maximized. The um, if the, if heterosexual men that I've met, you you, I think it's about the same percentage of men that heterosexual or homosexual that are annoyingly sex focused. All right. And I'll be honest with you, it's like of the gay people I've met in my life, about I would say there's about like a very small percentage, maybe as much as 10%, that are no- annoyingly homosexual. Just as about a 10% chance of men who are annoyingly heterosexual. Hey, man, what you doing? You looking at porn? Uh, no, I'm, play- I'm playing video games. All right, well, let's, let's go out. Get, let's get in your car and go get some pussy. Uh, oh, I'd rather get a beer, play some pool or something like that. It's like, fuck that. Let's go to the club and meet some chicks. You know, just as annoying. All right? And generally, people aren't don't talk about their sex life, especially at work. This isn't Star Trek Voyager, okay? We're not stranded in the Delta Quadrant, and we're all, with, all the only humans we know are each other, and a hot two-year-old alien. <laughs> all right? <laughs> sex doesn't come up at work. Out of context, if you haven't been listening the whole time. I'm waiting for some troll to start clipping me <laughs> or making memes. The hot two-year-old alien comment <laughs> sounded really bad out of context is all I'm saying. <laughs> That's some hot two-year-old alien. <laughs> That's terrible. Right. What a terrible clip. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, go make a meme. <laughs> Don't make <laughs> um, what else I want to talk about 2019 in review? Um, I recently came uh, came across hashtag walk away, um, the walk away movement, um, which is people who are who were Democrats who have had enough with what's going on with the Democratic Party and have started um, sliding to the right, have started. Um, um, have joined Democratic Party, say they're going to vote for Trump and everything, and that's super and everything like that. But when they, when I read a lot of these things, you can go check it. As I got a Facebook page, uh, Walk Away Movement. Um, there's a lot of them that say they they will never vote for a Democrat again. Now I'm. That's obtuse. That is obtuse. Don't do that. Don't ever think like that because I understand that we have a red wave coming. All right, in 2020, and a lot of people are going growing conservative just be based upon how insane the left is and how, in, how horrible uh, conditions in democratically rolled sections of America are. All right? So there's a big red wave coming in 2020, and I hate to break it to you if you don't already know this, that Trump's going to win. Sorry. Sorry. Dems the facts. And because people are sick of this stuff. They're sick of being, like, told that they're horrible people. They're sick of being told that they're racist. They're sick of being... Um, People looking for like if, uh, they're they're sick of dumbass college kids standing in the middle of the street, standing in front of trains, disrupting commerce because they think the world's going to end next year. Playing devil's <clears throat> ad, playing devil's advocate here. Do you the think that the cigarette packs are talking? Do you think that uh, it's possible that the right is behaving the same way uh, that the left behaved when when Hillary was up for election in in the last election? Uh, where, where, you know, the, no. the left was so 100% confident Hillary had it in the bag and then Trump won. Is it possible right now that – is it possible that right now the right is so convinced that, that the Democratic Party has made has made a mockery of their entire uh, procedural, you know? Uh, n- no. I mean, I think that 
I think that the Democrats need to start voting based upon a different set of ideals. I think they need to allow the candidates to succeed that are exactly the most successful. Exactly. Like, who was it we were talking Tulsi about? Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. If she was given a proper opportunity, you know, she'd be a candidate that had had a yes, chance, a serious chance. Wow. But the DNC has been shooting shooting itself in the foot the last couple of elections. You know, like with Bernie well, tanking Bernie and, tanking and, Bernie. and the, that coming out publicly, like that was internally done. Was like when, when it had when when he had so much support. Yeah, it's too much. Too many of those feminists controlling the party, saying it's like we're not going with Bernie. We're getting the first female elected. All right, we just had the first black you man elected. Think, you don't think it's you don't think it's the old money doing that? Trying to be symbolic, trying to control, well, to how do, control how do you the get, masses. No, how do you get this AOC? Is the, this, is a, this is the conspirator in me. You know, I think I think the right, yes, there's tons of old Democrat money, and and there's tons of old Republican money too. Yeah, and maybe those, maybe they're all on the same side. All they're those just rich, pulling a seesaw to make us under their thumb. All those rich plantation owners, all right, Democratic plantation owners. All right, you need to pay attention to me, America. You need to pay attention to what I'm saying and do a little research into the past. All those rich plantation owners that had to release, release their slaves, they sold, they liquidated everything and moved north, all right? And they probably hung some black people along the way because Southern Democrats were the racists. They became the KKK. They instituted the Jim Crow laws, all right? The Democrats are the racists. I think there's some Republican racists, too. <laughs> there, there's, there's all kinds. All right. all Democrats kinds. are the party of racists. There are Republican racists. There are all, yeah. all kinds of racists. There, there's all kinds. There's independent racists. <laughs> there's there's Whig party there racists. Whig party racists. <laughs> racists, look, <clears throat> assholes exist. But when it comes to when it comes to um, people who like support the Democratic Party, who the Democratic Party literally hates, all right. So it just it doesn't make much sense to me. Anyway, this is a long way from a uh, year in review. I'm going to have to take a break. Did you bring up that uh, our sponsor, something that we could show for, if we need to take a break? I, I can just I can just ramble on about the okay. the other stuff that the network does. All right. Um. So let's talk about changes in YouTube. It's like this has been a big year for the changes in YouTube. Now, um, I only started was it like two years ago? I started my YouTube channel where we're doing this. This is our yeah. This is beginning of our third season or second season. This is a third season coming up in April. Yes. So um, I get like two or three years um, been doing this YouTube channel. And when I first started YouTube, it's like I would get a lot more, um, what are they called? Uh, views. Views on average <laughs> because um, if somebody is searching like a conspiracy theory, you know, boom, it's like mine would come up in that list. Now these none of my stuff comes up in a list anymore. You know, you have to specifically search for my channel. No one recommends it. And the only reason, and here I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be real right now. The only reason that my latest video, Pigeons and Pigeons with Cowboy Hats, went 3.6 is because I looked. It was like there are not very many videos on the Pigeons with Cowboy Hats. And I'll be honest with you, the ones that I saw on the same very on that very same topic were horrid compared to this show. Like I said, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and I think that this is a quality show. I think Shock Monkey Radio is a quality show because, oh my God, I listened to about 15 minutes of this podcast called Why We, and that's why we drink, or it's why we drink. And oh my God, uh, sexual dimorphism is real. 
men and women think differently and uh, have different priorities, different things that are interesting. So you women watching, thank you. Holy cow, why are you putting up with me? Anyway, um, uh, yeah, the red wave, I was talking, uh, we had the, the feud between this year between Crowder and Carlos Maza. Uh, Carlos Maza, he got pissed off because uh, uh, Steven Crowder made fun of him for being gay. Uh, some people may say he didn't. Some people say he, he did and he crossed the line. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you can make fun of me for any reason whatsoever. I'm an adult. I survived school, you know. I got made fun of a lot. There are plenty of good reasons to make fun of me. There's probably a lot of reasons to make fun of you. Grow up, be an adult, and learn how to live in a polite society where, hey, some people are dicks. Steven Crowder may be a dick to you, Carlos Maza, but you know what? You're even more of a dick for what you did. Changing YouTube because... One guy complains. One, a couple of people complain. Society needs to quit doing this. You know, you put out a product that goes to say a thousand people, and out of those thousand people, some dipshit shoves it into his nose, complains about it, and they have to say they have to write on the product, "Hey, don't shove up this product up your nose," because people are that stupid. How is that the company's fault? It's the same with guns. When people are like, "Uh." If we take away the guns, there wouldn't be any murders. It's like, you are so stupid. You are so stupid. Am I yelling too much? No, I was just taking a little high end out. Okay. Well, now I can't hear me at all. Really? Yeah. At all. Well, all I did was take a little high end out. If y'all are in chat, say something if I can't hear me. Anyway. All right. Um, let's talk about Greta Thunberg. Now, you remember her. How dare you? How dare you? I should be in school. I should be learning things. Yes, ma'am, you should be learning things. And I am sick and tired of minors protesting. I got friends who have kids that are protesting, and that infuriates me. You don't know jack shit when you're 14, 16 years old. You know why? Because I was 14, 16 years old. Hell, I was an idiot up to 28. Up to 28. Your mind does not physically finish developing until around 25 years old. I'm a late bloomer. So I was about 28 before I had any sense in me. That being said, you can't be using children as child soldiers in your war on um, God, heterosexuality, males, white people. Your hippie bullshit. The world's not going to end. People were saying last year, like it's going to be like you know, London will be flooded and who was it? What was the Netherlands wouldn't would be underwater or something? Yeah. There was a scientist that said the 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 the, the world's going to end by our own means. Like it's going to be no, no, it's it not going to be. It's going to be a biological no, no. We can't destroy the world. The world's going to destroy us. Right, idiots. But what I, uh, I guess what I'm referencing is humanity will destroy itself. Not, exactly. Not, not necessarily the world. Exactly. You can say, humanity will destroy well, itself. Well, you need to phrase the phrase. Shut up. You need to phrase it better in the sense that, I mean, in, in terms of that argument, you need to phrase it better in the terms of the argument saying, it's like, hey, 
maybe we shouldn't choke out all the oxygen in the world because, hey, we need that. <laughs> so that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah, so I'm – yeah, Greta Thunberg, go back, go back to school. A for effort. Qu- yeah, quit riding in boats. Yeah. Grow up, become an adult, and then voice your opinion. Take some, right. ge- take some what's, what's it, geology classes and science classes and become, yeah. become a scientist. Actually, actually learn about it. Yeah, and then, and then, then, then you're the kid that spoke up as a child and then went on to study it and then continued to speak about it her whole life. Exactly. And then people will seriously take you seriously. Maybe they'll take you seriously. Exactly. If you are passionate about it, fine. But right now, you are Anna Ferris's unqualified. Wait, what? How dare you speak ill of Anna Ferris? I'm sorry. I'm done with her. Your, her her podcast is so horrible. Uh, see, that's the problem. That's it's where you so made a, that's that's where you made the mistake. You can't you can't listen to the podcast. You have to just you have to just like look at Anna Ferris. Look at Anna Ferris. <laughs> Sorry, I know there's more realism involved when it comes to relationships. I, I don't know why she could be so entertaining on screen to watch. And, uh, and, on a, with a script, she's and, fine. And when you take with the script, script away, she didn't write. It's her, fine. Who's what's the simmy? What's the dude's name on oh, the podcast with her? I don't care. I can't listen to it. It's 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 horrific. It's uh, uh, uh did you listen to uh, uh, what's his name? Ed Norton. Who's Ed the Hulk Norton. guy? Ed Norton, right? Yeah, the Hulk guy. Mark Ruffalo. No, the before that, the good Hulk guy. Is Ed Norton right? Fight Club guy. Yeah, Ed Norton. Ed okay. Norton. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I was like, wow. Enos must not be listening anymore. Okay. Bye, Enos. <laughs> he'd, I'm saying, yeah, I don't know if he's listening anymore because he'd know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I was just, wow, this guy is incredibly boring, uninteresting, unintelligent. I was like, wow, how can you be such a good actor? The script. But he does so well. A director. How can, a good, act, a, how can you act like a smart person and when you're dumb? That's what I want to know. How can you act like a smart person when you're dumb? Is it just the script? Is it just the words? If you memorize the words? Captain, the dilithium crystals are draining. And, you know, the, we got the problem with the Heisenberg compensator and tech garbage, you know? You can memorize the stupid words, but you don't have any idea. You never, it's like, what, does, what the fuck does this word mean, even mean? You know, and that's how you get out of scripts like the third Matrix movie. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> what else are we going to talk about this year, Chris? I got I to gotta take a little break. Um, Hong Kong, big deal this year. Um, I hope you all are still following this. I hope that we, this could be like a focal point in the class of, Occidental versus Oriental. And believe me, I just use that in a non-racist way. Sons of bitches. When it comes to Occidental versus Oriental, that's going to be a flashpoint. Hong Kong is going to be a flashpoint because the people in Hong Kong uh, on those islands, um, they've lived in a free society. So they know what it's like. They've... uh, and now China's coming in and they're saying, no, we got to put an end to all your free thinking and stuff like that, like Mao did. You, know, you guys study history at all? You know, or are you just sitting there in your home thinking, he said the Democrats are the racist ones. Can you believe that? Read some history. 
you know, don't get laid. You're talking about another country. There's the, the, the what's the party in in China that is. You the said Mao. Communist party? I feel like an idiot because you're talking about all this historical stuff because you're talking about people studying history. I don't know fucking clue what you're talking about because I was studying like audio and, and guitars and music. Like I wasn't paying attention to any of this. I Look, I, look I'm a dummy. Anyway, so Hong Kong is worth watching and if you believe, if you believe in love freedom, you should, you should be following this. Um, because it's very interesting what's going to happen there, and I'm really, I'm really pulling, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> for the people in Hong Kong, uh, because oh, it's going to be bad. Uh, you remember the, you know about Tiananmen Square, right? It's like, that, guy, that was where the tank was. Yeah, and we have no idea how many people got killed after that. You know, it's it's terrifying what China could do in that situation and how the West will respond because it. Because everyone has a, a global view these days. You could see that stuff happening. You know, in, when Mao started coming to power, hey, you know, it took weeks for a paper to arrive on your front door. You know, if you got one. Anyway, so I think that uh, that's a big deal. Hong Kong's going to be a big deal in 2019. That's going stick, to stick out in the history books. Um, what is already in the history books is the Washington Nationals won the World Series this year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, the Caps lost today. Well, oh well. That's hockey. Who gives a shit? Sorry, Mike. Um, so congratulations to Washington Nationals. Who's, who knows the next time you're going to win the World Series will be. So um, that's something to remember in 2019. Now, um, last thing I want to talk about in 2019 before we take a little break is um, Cats, the musical. So um, it looks super creepy. And the way people have been describing the movie, I really want to see it now. People are saying yeah, it is so bad. It's, and it's really eerie. It's, like, it's uh, so creepy. It's, it's su- super uncanny the, valley. I saw some of the previews. Like, yeah. why, did, why did they not just do CGI with voices? <laughs> like, it... it <laughs> what... What they 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 didn't release Sonic right? They didn't release Sonic. They sent it back and they said no. We can't do this to the people. We can't do this to the fans. That thing made four and a half billion dollars on Broadway, and that is the monstrosity that they produced in Hollywood. Like seriously, seriously, how did the Broadway how did the Broadway presentation of this play? (laughs) How did the Broadway presentation of this play? How did how did they with the Let me ask you something. Did you see Les, Les Miserables? Uh, I, the one with Hugh Jackman and the, Russell Crowe. The movie? Yeah, the movie. Did you see Hugh, um, Les Miserables? I remember having to, I remember having to read the book. I don't I don't remember seeing a movie. It's, it's or the play. It's or a play. I remember having yeah. to read a play in like a drama class in, in high school. It's a really good play. All right. But that movie <laughs> if you have I, I saw Les Miserables in Chicago. All right. In a beautiful theater. I was in the balcony. The first balcony. <laughs> Fancy. It was really cool because uh, at that angle, you can get to see like a little bit of like what's going on backstage. I was and you really cool. got to experience what Lincoln might have felt. Well, I under... <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. <laughs> it, was, it was still shoulder to shoulder in a tiny theater in an urban center. Come on. So, um, so, um, so I've seen good productions of Les Miserables before. I've seen good... Plays, even if you uh, like, I'll tell you honestly, um, 
They're the, doing post-release edits to the CGI. I'm being told in the oh, chat. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it looks so crazy. It looks so. It's it just from what I've seen and what I've heard. I kind of want to see this movie, but I don't want to pay for it. And so here's what I suggest to whoever owns a property: is like just release it out there and let people clip the fuck out of it. <laughs> Give people the like the rights to like just like like uh, what's his like like Shia LaBeouf with the do it, do just it, do it, do it, do like that with cats, and I guarantee you. America will have a field day with that. The world will just meme the fuck out of the creepy-ass Cats movie. And so I think that that's a great idea. But back to Les Miserables. All right, the movie. Okay. Anne Hathaway, the the noises these people are making when they're trying to sing, it's fucking hilarious. Now, if you've ever, if you ever, if you went to see Les Miserables in the theater, like my nerdy ass did, you... And you go with a couple of guys that you play music with, and you start hearing some of these notes, quote unquote notes, <laughs> that are coming out of these people's mouths. And you're you're there's like four of you like, oh my god, they put that on film. It's like I know they released it like this. <laughs> <laughs> this is this was on purpose. <laughs> and it's like, what the what noise is that that Anne Hathaway's making? It's like, I don't know. I think she's trying to sing. And so then you see like a pocket of people down front and they're laughing their asses off too. And everyone's like, shh, we're trying to enjoy this. It's like, how can you? You know what this makes me think of? tone deaf? This, do, do you remember that dude? Ken, Ken, was it Ken Jong or something? Or Kim? Kim? Oh, she bangs the guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay, What's so. <clears throat> I can't remember his. I William was, Hung. William Hung. Why did Memory. I Ken Jong? What was that? Ken Jong, he's the comedian. I love you, Hall. Oh, right. Oh, I love that guy. Memory. Uh, uh, no, uh, so, yeah, that, uh, William Hung. Um, so, as, as horrific as it was to take that guy and, and, and push that embarrassment to the highest level. Why not? I um, wish that happened to me. I think it was important for society to see someone like that who was completely oblivious, oblivious to their lack of talent. Um... And like how like like, I, I, that show made me sick to my stomach because of like like this dude you're he has no future he has no career he's a mockery for this season he's not gonna make it to the finals and 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 that's it. and then he released a Christmas album didn't he like oh yeah I'm sure he's still doing it anyway um yeah so I need to take a break do we have a sponsor up ready to go oh good question from the uh from the okay from 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 the audience here for, for Les Miserables are you going for the vocal performance or are you going for you're, you, you may be right about the singing quality but are, were you going for the acting or were you going for vocal performance it was a movie not right. a Broadway show alright listener I'll, I'll elaborate for you um, if you saw <clears throat> let's talk about another musical let's talk about Little Shop of Horrors now if you listen to or listen to or see uh, Little Shop of Horrors done by professional uh, drama people Broadway Broadway or, or the like you got actual good singers. But when it came to the movie, they cast the, uh, when it come to Audrey, the role of Audrey, they cast a Broadway girl who could sing. Oh, she was phenomenal. She too. was phenomenal. She carried, she had to carry Rick Moranis, who they cast in the role as Seymour. Who, who did all right. He did all right. We're going to have to cut real quick <laughs> so I can slap Eric because no, that man should never have been got, put on film. Never been put on film singing. All right, he did it in Parenthood too, and I'm just like, why? Why would you do that after you've seen Little Shop of Horrors? Why would you let him sing in Parenthood once you've seen Little Shop of Horrors? So the point is, is that in Hollywood, when he they do a, he every man, when they do a musical, 
when they do a musical, they want to get the names. They want to get those big names that are going to get people into the theater. All right? If you just put some, like, Broadway person no one has ever heard before because they don't go to Broadway plays, who somebody who's actually been doing the part, been doing the part for, like, a year or two, you know, can, you know they get three curtain calls because they're so good. They have actually have uh, voice training and stuff like that. Instead, you're going to get Miley Cyrus up there. <laughs> Uh, listener agrees with you. He did okay. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break. I, I, I want to I, I look at the I, chat, I, chat room again. I have, a really, I have a really low tolerance for, for crappy music. I really, like, uh, I really like terrible singers. I'm a fan, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe I just have you a low do like, Yeah, you do like horrible singers. I like, I like horrible music. What can I say? All right. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, just go, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll ramble on about... Uh, all right. About some of the other stuff we have we have going on stationwide. All right, here's the thing, Joe Rogan. If you ever invite me on your show, you're gonna have to turn on your other fan because I need a cigarette about about once an hour. All right. Once an hour. TCB, baby. All right, what's going on, everybody? I'm EK from FXPG Public Radio. This has been uh, uh, the first hour of the uh, Shock Monkey Radio live broadcast for the countdown for New Year's Eve. Uh, FXPG Public Radio is a public access uh, studio based out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. We, we make ourselves uh, accessible to anybody who wants to uh, get started in the podcast world, um, creating original content. We help people get RSS feeds uh, up and running and get their music up on, or their podcasts up on iTunes and, and, and uh, CastBox and all the, all the podcatchers, if you will. Um, we use uh, some pretty cool software here and... Uh, we are always looking for you know new content and extra help around here. Uh, if you want to support us, you know follow follow the shows, uh, uh, like subscribe, share, um, all, all that good stuff. Um, we got a uh, pretty wide variety of stuff. We've got a sports show, we've got a comic book show, we've got a musical performance show, uh, we got a sex talk show, um, we got a conspiracy show that'll be coming back strong next year. Uh, we've got a live DJ mix on Friday nights. Um, yep, that's uh, I was doing that. I was telling people. Um, we got uh, we got all kinds of uh, all kinds of content. Um, and we're all always looking for more. Um, also we've got uh equipment and gear and software that's fun to play with. So if you're looking to uh, learn how to use uh, Logic or Pro Tools or, um, uh, you know, beat-making software or, or or if you want to start your own podcast or your own podcast network, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're all about people creating and thriving and uh, our local community. Um, we've worked with a handful of great local uh, organizations in the past uh, that th- this past year, you know, in review – for the network here, we uh, we got an opportunity to. Uh, I personally got an opportunity to work with uh, the tr- uh, the troll market, uh, Clockwork Ticker, uh, which does some really really cool work. Um, did sound for a couple of really cool uh, bands this year. Um, Monster uh, released an album, and uh, her band Puffier were really good. Um, hmm. Uh, we did a couple things at Spencer Devon Brewing. Uh, I do a lot of work there. Um, this Friday, we've got our uh, monthly drag show with the Beer Babes. 
Um, and coming up this year, uh, the Beer Babes are expanding into a couple of other venues. Um, and that's really exciting. Um, I, uh, I really enjoy doing uh, audio work on the side. I haven't done as much as I used to uh, with a little one now. So uh, Friday nights uh, at Spencer Devon is where you usually find me for karaoke, unless it's the first Friday, which is the drag shows with Beer Babes. Um, Scott Wharton, who uh, recently started doing a podcast with us, uh, does a lot of local comedy. And if you follow him on Facebook, this is not a podcast. Uh, and uh, Scott Wharton... Um, you can uh, see where where a lot of local comedy shows are uh, around downtown. Um, below the deck on Tuesday nights from seven thirty to uh, eight thirty, uh, Nick Faltz interviews local uh, musicians and not so local musicians and artists and actors and people of all walks of uh, the entertainment world. Um, so if you are in that industry. Uh, and you'd like to do a feature, please reach out. Once again, that's uh, below the deck. All of these shows have Facebook pages and uh, uh, online presences. Uh, a handful of them have Patreon. Uh, so if, you, if you'd like to support you know, an, an individual show, just find their Patreon page. Or if a show doesn't have a Patreon page, you can go uh, to the station. We'll take donations uh, and uh, apply them towards the needs of... Uh, the station in general, uh, we upgrade equipment yearly. Uh, this year, we're going to be upgrading our video system. Right now, we use webcams, but we're looking into a actual HD production switcher, which is going to cost us a little chunk of change, but we're, sa- we're saving up, and we're excited. Uh, but the Madman has returned, so I'm going to let uh, Shock Monkeys resume and fade back into my behind-the-curtain status. Uh, th- thank you for letting me ramble during your... Uh, Thank you for letting me be the commercial break for your show. You can't pull up a letter P? I could have, but I wanted to plug. Okay. Cross promote. Fair enough. Anyway. Did you want to play a song? Um, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, tell me that tell me some more info about that strange ways thing so if you want me to if you want me to plug that just uh give, give me a little bit more detail and I absolutely will I believe it's the second Saturday but I want to be 100% on that I'm not going to Wichita and you know why it's a long ways away uh, it's cold it's, and flat yeah it's cold flat it's not my type of, it's not my area of the country uh, I don't know what the appeal is you want to go home no uh, Oh, I wouldn't mind going home. But I you are. am home. Now, if I was to call my mom and tell her I was coming home, yeah. clearly it would be for uh, dinner purposes. That's, we, we found that that was the ukulele version of that song, right? Yeah. That was why I had trouble finding the keys. Let's see if I can't find it. Help me out with the time. It's an hour and a half until an hour and 35 minutes. Uh, hour and 35 minutes, yeah.
I found it. Oh. It took me forever. Are people getting bored yet? In the chat? And they're like, they rant more about the cats. I mean, it seems... It's hard to tell. We're, we're broadcasting to multiple places, so it's hard to tell who's popping in and who's, who's, who's popping out. Hi, Eric. My mom says. Hi. Merry Christmas. Happy Bro- New Year. My niece probably shouldn't be watching this. Um, well, I mean, this song's PG. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Plus, Santa already came, so she's cool. <laughs> I know. She's I, got she, a couple months she's before she's reading the behave. books. I, I got her. She's riding her big wheel around her yard. <laughs> Uncle Scott got her, got her the lame, lame gift. Nice. She, she's not going to call me Madman until like 12. I probably won't be able to play it because I can't. Uh, I, the trans—it's one okay. thing if you're two people playing guitar. <clears throat> quick, quick, quick plug for an event that I'm—I'm uh, mm. I'm doing some audio at uh, January 11th uh, at Strange Ways Brewings. Beer Babes uh, is doing Strange Saturdays. Uh, doors open 7:30. Show times 8:30. Covers ten dollars. Uh, it's uh, Strange Ways is 350 Lansdowne Road, Fredericksburg, Virginia. 
and you can make advanced reservations. Just call 703-447-3043. So that's yeah, just a quick plug. I'll be, I'll be doing the, uh, the audio for that. So thank you for coming out and, and supporting. Look at you over there carelessly whispering. Well, you know, time can never mend it. All right, you'll pick the next song? Yeah. All right. I'll, t- I'll take a moment, look some stuff up. Uh, you want to try to pull up, uh, like, one of my favorite YouTube videos? I could try, yeah. Uh, so I was looking over, like, the last uh, last year's uh, YouTube videos that I put out on my YouTube channel. Um, and if you go over to the, search my, my YouTube channel, The Madman Lowercase, or just search Shock Monkey Radio, it's bound to come up on YouTube. Um, but I picked out, like, five of them that I thought were, like, some of the the funniest. There's a couple of uh, short ones. Um, uh, do you want to do a short one or a longer one? Short I just one. need you to point me in the correct direction of... Uh, you know, like a link? Uh, title for the the specific episode. Say again? Uh, a, t- a title for the specific um, video clip. Okay. So, like a, a link? Yeah, okay, but I, I don't have... Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, you don't have what? I don't have Facebook open on this machine, so I'm just oh. trying to find it on YouTube. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go to my I'm channel. trying to find your channel. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. All right. Um, look for one. Let's. You want a longer one or like a short one? I got a couple that are like less than a minute. Well, it's up to you, man. This is your show. You want to test one with one that's like less than a minute first and then go to a longer one? Yeah. All right. Oh, God, what am I doing? How do I go? That's a clean penis. That's a clean... Okay. Um, not prepared for that title. That's... <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see here. How far back is it? Um, I think it's, like, almost all the way back. So I'm just going to go, I'm looking back oldest. Yeah, past, like when we were playing uh, Sega Genesis games, it looks like. Yeah. After, it's the one uh, before FXPG Public, uh, Pirate Gamers unpacks Game of Thrones Monopoly. All right, I'm looking, I'm looking. It's from this year, right? Yep. I see Settlers of Catan before that. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Betrayal of the House on Haunted Hill before that? Before that, yeah, or uh, up, up from there. Next to Arya's Concussion. <laughs> and uh, FXPG Pirate Gamers on PAX. World Leader Fight Club? No, up, up, up. All the way up? No, not all the way up. If it says more than a year ago. Well, World Leader Fight Club is September 18th. If I go up, it's going to take me further back. Yeah, that's like September 18th, 2017. 2018, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, here's March of 2019 right here. Baldur's Gate. Betrayal of Baldur's Gate. You got a lot of videos, man. Yeah. If you go to the Madman's Madman lowercase on YouTube... There's like 4,000 video, videos. If you see a picture of a cow, it's on the row below that. 
All right. Moo means moo. It's down a low, a row below that. Untracks game. Moo means moo. I see that. Down. Yeah. That's a clean penis. Is a row below that. A row below that. It has a picture of what's his name? Mel Brooks. It's a row. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see if. I am so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. This is what happens when we do stuff on the fly. If I was prepared ahead of time, which I, I was not prepared ahead of time because we were rushing to get started, which is also my fault. Um, here's the thing. I owe you nothing. <laughs> well, uh, are we going to try to show the video? If we yeah, can? that's what I'm doing right now. All right. Um, I'm, still, I'm just panting yeah. while I pull the link up. Yeah, so th that's the thing we're trying um, to like push. And you're not going to hear it, but the audience will. Okay. And, and oh, it won't, it won't. The audio won't play in the YouTube. All right. So if you're listening into the podcast, this brief silence that you're going to get. They're not going to hear it. No. Oh, I'm sorry. So this brief silence that you're going to. Oh well. Hold on. Time out. Yeah. So yeah, this, that's the point. We're going to try to um. Uh, uh, try more features with our video stuff because there's a lot of stuff that we've had, in in this uh this software that we have Minicam that um we haven't used. And so we're trying to, like, just play with it, figure it out. Um, we figured that I'm just funny enough as it is that, um, all right, here we go. We got the video started. I, I don't know if it's going to work, but we're going to try. Let's try to hear some audio. It just seems to me it's like having a foreskin is just one of the dumbest things ever. I mean, it's it, – you have every right to have it right. if that's what you want to do. But, you know, Q-tipping out <laughs> the end of my dick. On a daily basis, does daily. not sound fun to me. No, you know, a little bit of soap, quonk, 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 done. That's not how D it goes. It's a little bit of soap. That's a clean <laughs> penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a hill hippie there. <sighs> Gotta rest his soul. Yeah. Um. So the audio quality is terrible, clearly, because I'm routing it like three times back and forth I through gotcha. the machines to get the audio back in. All right. Um, have you seen Too Many Cooks? Too Many Cooks? Uh-uh. No. I no. don't want to watch somebody else's video. No, uh, I, th I feel like it's a reference to something, uh, another stage th thing. But we'll, we'll find out more. It'll, oh, it, are we talking about more like play stuff? I, th I think it might be. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, drama nerds. I'm, I've moved on. I'm, fo I'm following up with the chat room. Sorry, drama nerds. I moved on. Hey, sorry. I, hey, I'm still here. <laughs> still in the damn room. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about my videos. I'm, I'm here now, too. Because <clears throat> I guarantee you every single hour of my podcast is far more interesting than any single second of Cats. People are saying it's like this. This movie. This movie is horrible. And it's like, why are you surprised? Have you seen the play? If you've seen the play, you know it's horrible. Why are you looking for meaning in something that's meaningless? That the only the only impression I got from that play from Cats is that there was some very depressed cat lady who wrote it. That's all. Who who names a cat? Oh. Look, we old, we we, we have me, look. Call me old Deuteronomy. We have better graphics than we have better CGI than the costumes made. <laughs> it's it's less creepy. I will put it that way. It's a, it's almost cutish. <laughs> almost. I can't believe how. Uh... That's a hairy rabbit. <laughs>
I actually can't believe how well that worked because I know that the camera is zoomed in and far away. Yeah, so yeah. I'm surprised. That's pretty good. Yeah. Like I said, we're putting it through its paces. Yeah, we're. Do- I'm experimenting with the software. Um. You want to do uh, uh, one of our more recent ones, the most popular one, pigeons with cowboy hats? Take, um, take a little break. I'm concerned about the audio quality. Okay, all right, fine. Um, I, uh, in the new year, we, we are we are looking into upgrading our our video system, and yeah. this cool this cool device that we're going to get is going to make video so much better. And just so you know, when you become a patron over at patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, that money comes to me, and as an owner of the station, believe me, that money's going to be either put into paying my bills or put oh, into back in the studio. Echo. Is there an echo? I, I, it's probably something I've done. No. Oh, right. no. I should have fixed it, I believe. Why would there be an echo? I, I connected an extra wire to get the video to come back from the... Oh, okay. I see. Hopefully it's gone now. I believe I fixed it. Let us know in the chat. I can't. I'm. I'm just watching the. Uh, I'm watching the YouTube chat. E- EK is watching the Facebook chat. Yeah, we've got. We've got a couple of different streams going on. Yeah. Uh, once, once again, those of you in the. Uh, those of you that not present of the of the FXBG Public Radio family, if you want to drop by, promo, say hi, say Happy New Year, uh, you're all welcome. Um, anyway, so I, I do want to tell you. Yeah, of the videos I released in 2019, my favorite ones are, the oldest is That's a Clean Penis. That was done with uh, the beloved Hill Hippie who died this year. God rest his soul. I have a, a playlist on my YouTube channel that says, uh, in memory of the Hill Hippie. It's all all the ones, in that all the podcasts that included him um, other than the gaming ones. Because uh, uh, those are like two hours long each. So, uh, but there are gaming ones where he participated in those. If you want to check those out on my channel, I didn't. I didn't include them. Um, additionally, I feel bad because uh, whenever I edited those videos, I was pretty much narcissistic and focused mostly on me and the funny things that I said. I wish I could have retained more of the wonderful things that Hill Hippie said, other than wishing you peace and love. I, you know, that's pretty much what he said at the end of every episode, and. Gotta love the guy for it. Um, yeah, so my favorites are that's a clean penis from this year. Um, there's one called Sarah's Mental. I have a uh, I have a way. Just give me a moment. Of what? Of of playing clips so we can do like little. Okay, okay. So just give me a moment. There's one called Sarah's Mental Illness. There's one called Don't Break Character that I like. As we're talking, uh, Sarah's Mental Illness, illness is one where we're, we're talking about Labyrinth and how Sarah is a very mentally ill girl because she's 17 and having like a psychotic break or something. Uh, Don't Break Character is a story that we did about, um, uh, Nick and I talked about how uh, uh, the people in Disney, they never break character and at like to a ridiculous degree and that's kind of funny. Uh, High Standards of Chicken is another one I did. Uh, where I was talking about how some, some guy got a chicken sandwich and, uh, found a roach, a a marijuana roach (laughs) in his chicken sandwich. And, (laughs) and then there's pigeons, pigeons with cowboy hats, my number one most viewed video. You know, and that's what irritates me. I only got 66 subscribers on YouTube 
And it's just because I got into the game late. If I'd like been a the year. Name, the, what's funny is the name of the video is Sarah's Mental Illness. Yeah. I have searched on Google Sarah's Mental Illness YouTube Madman lowercase. Nothing comes up. Yeah. Snapchat for dummies, Donald Trump's anti-Hillary Clinton yeah. image previously shared, fall TV preview, sharp object. Yeah. Like not a single word from my search. Yes. Google is biased. But if, you, if you watch that's if Crowder, I did, that's if I did a video search. But if I do just a generic search with those, it does it does pull your right. video up. Anyway. All right, so that's what I wanted to do. So well, hopefully that, you don't all use Google the way EK uses Google. If you're searching for a video specifically... It took you forever to find that video. <laughs> well, I thought it would be faster if I used video search because I was searching specifically no! for a video. No! And look, now Siri's all yelling. I don't need you, Siri. Never mind. Thank you. No, thank you. I like to call Siri Alexa just to piss her off. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Siri. Anyway, so, yeah, please check out my channel. It helps a lot if you share the videos. Um, like, share, and subscribe. That helps as well. If, if you can't become a patron, just share the videos. I'm sure you'll find something on there I like. Maybe you're, you're into Nightwing's butt, and you're just like, I, I don't care so much about pigeons with cowboy hats, but Nightwing's butt, that's not a white power symbol, by the way. You know what that is? That's a circle game. People created a fuss at the Army-Navy game. Because of this bullshit. You ever, you've never been around 14-year-old I, I don't play that game because I usually get the shit beat out of me. Because yeah, you I look. can't help but look. Because you look. And you get, you get slugged. That's what happens when you look. And I can't help but look. So here's what so I'm saying. I say I'm not playing. So all I'm saying is that all <laughs> you people who are complaining about people playing the circle game up in the stands, that means you looked. And we all you owe you at least two on the shoulder. You know what I mean? <laughs> Two for Flint. <laughs> How are we going with these, uh, showing these videos? Um, well, <laughs> this is how we're doing it. All right. This is how we do it. And your eyes can be so cruel, just as I can be so cruel. Labyrinth. Yeah. So we are go definitely going to talk about how mentally ill Sarah is in that movie Labyrinth. Okay. All right. First of all, she's like 16 or 17 years old. Well, you can see maybe 12-year-old doing that? No, I, I'm talking like 16, 17. Alone? No, not alone. I said I knew some that did that, just not alone. <laughs> all right. And then she I said, did you say alone? No, I said alone. But that's close enough. <laughs> Hello. So, I mean, and then she goes home and she gets a, she argues with uh, her wicked stepmother because she's like, her wicked stepmother's like saying to her, why aren't you interested in boys? You should have dates at your age. And this is what a, a, a very reasonable If you're not showing a video, there's no point. To be asking a girl who's Look, I'm doing the best that I can. Old. I know you dislike <laughs> the audio, but I, if it comes to audio only or video with no video, don't do that. Golly. We have how, listeners. How, I don't understand how have, you make me We look. have more subscribers to the podcast than you have on YouTube 
or on Facebook, there are more subscribers here than anywhere else. So the audio will always be the most important. Until there are more subscribers on the video format. You're killing me, Smalls! Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Am I the only one that cares about the rules around here? You're wrong. You're wrong, Walter. This is a First Amendment thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it just occurred to me that anytime we have an argument, it's like, I'm Walter Sobchak and you're the dude. (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone here give a shit about the rules? And if you think about it, it it's like Walter Sobchak was the original Alex Jones. Oh, my God. (laughs) Alex Jones, you're not that original, bro. He watched that movie and was like, that. That's, that's how that's I want to be. That's what I'm doing. That's me. <laughs> anyway, um, we're going to move. Wow, I am totally spitting all over the place. One, two, three, four, five, six. <sighs> um, don't count beers. That's not cool. That's not cool. All right. Um, yeah, so check out my YouTube channel. That's basically <laughs> that segment was. I'm going to need a break here in a second. Ah, shit. YouTube. All right, hey, look. Went right to YouTube and it says Shock Monkey Radio is live right now. Nice. New New Year's special. I'm still in the chat room watching everybody. Um, So I've been looking for a new job because this place sucks. Hey. That's all I had. Well, it's... (laughs) All I had was hey. Well, let's see I don't have any... Let's see here. Um, dailywire.com slash careers. Let's see. Uh, accountant, associate accountant bookkeeper. Yeah, I'm, that's not my, that's not my wheelhouse. Building maintenance manager. I, I could, do, could that. do that. I could do that. That's cleaning toilets and shit, right? Let's I look think that. so. All right. All right. Uh, Bent Key Ventures, Daily Wire is looking for a building maintenance manager uh, responsible for repairs. Ooh, repairs. That's a deal breaker, I think. Maintenance of the building and mechanical equipment. Timely insta- installation, upkeep, a company's property and systems, blah, 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 effectiveness. Directly involved in administrative activities such as fixing toilets. And sh- okay. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What is the exact position here? Building maintenance manager. Manager. Building maintenance manager. You're hiring the people to do these jobs. Hold on. It says responsibility, perform basic repairs. Yeah, like changing light bulbs and shit like that. Okay, but like if the HVAC system goes down, you're not fixing the air conditioning. You're call. You're the manager. You're the guy calling the company and making it, getting it fixed, and saying, "Look, the HVAC system went down. I can't fix it. We got to bring somebody in." Yeah, this is definitely a janitor job. The um, experience job with responsibility, experience and requirements. Bachelor's degree in engineering, administration, or facility management, preferred. Very clever, Daily Wire. Minimum three years experience, okay. Working knowledge of electrical and mechanical systems. Familiarity in drafting and understanding blueprints and schematics. Effective communication skills. (laughs) 60 to 70K a year, full-time. Exempt tax status, I guess. Is that exempt? Where? Los Angeles, California. It's not enough money, man. That's not enough for Los Angeles. It's not enough for that job. Hey, Ben. Jeremy. Not enough to live in poop, poop and homelessness. Sorry, 70K, I can make that 
in two weeks if I got my security clearance back. The um, it's, it's just it's, it's just not. It's not worth it. What else I got? Um, post production. You got to think about. I could probably do post production. Yeah. All right. Let's see. That what? doesn't need to be on the site. You could do that remote. Um, port to director of production, manage lead editors. I could boss people around. Illustrators, IT professionals. Advanced knowledge of post-production process software and workflows. I've, I'd probably pull that off. Uh, concept to completion. Manage projects from concept to completion. I've done that on my YouTube channel. Uh, delegate projects. Blah, blah, yeah, I can be a bossy guy. Um, perform other duties as assigned. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, experience and requirements. LA-based. At least five years experience with creative. I have that. Strong instinct for creative and storytelling. Yes. Yes. My instinct for create creativity and storytelling is better than yours, Ben Shapiro. Oh, snap. That's not how you get hired, though. <laughs> Do people send video resumes? Here's a clip from my YouTube channel where I read your article on the air. And if anyone gets a job that way, I think America is doomed. Um, oh, strong, strong understanding of professional illustration and animation, including 2D, 3D, and uh, 2.5D animation, After Effects. <sighs> Seventy to hundred thousand a year, but it's still LA, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, let he me has health. That, let me do that remote, and that's awesome for here. Let me make that and do that remote because I could just Dropbox that stuff. It and that would probably work for my like schedules. Like by I think like eleven a.m. That's when it's like eight a.m. over there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I could do it. Could I work till nine though? Hmm. For that much money. But you have to be in L.A. But if you didn't, if you could do it remote and you had to work, you had to work 11 to 9 because that was the, the hours that you needed to be working or whatever. But you could do it here. All right. Forget that one. Like, then. that's a bunch of money. Forget that one. then. I'm not going to L.A. All right. Here's one. I'm saying that this kind of job probably exists in a remote capacity for some entity. It could. It absolutely for could. Some, for some entity. It must exist. All right, let's look at another. See, here, here's what's funny. It's like you were all indignant when I was like, I'm, I'm thinking about getting a new job. And you're like, what? I'm all hurt. And then, I, I, that, and, was, that lasted then for like a, sudden, a half second. I was and, like, and then what? You're like, and then you're like 75 to 100K a year. Let's, let's talk about this. This is LA. All right. <laughs> let's discuss it. All I'm right. not. See, the thing is, I'm also not going to LA. But I am like, look, uh, I'm, I'm educating myself. I'm I'm looking to open doors and windows and opportunities for myself so that we can continue this uh, public access project. Uh, but I'd like to uh, I'd like to be doing something with a day job that was more in this industry. Well, you'd you'd want your nine to five to be in this industry, just like me, and that's why we're right. we look at these kind of websites and stuff like that because you you want to keep your options open. And when you have a show here on FXBG Public Radio, this is shit you can put on your resume. Yeah, absolutely. You've had interns here from college, and they've earned college credits from helping us out here. Oh, absolutely. But, I mean, they, I mean, there is real, there is real production going on yes. here. <laughs> we this, use professional quality gear. We have professional software licenses. We have, like, we. Yeah. I mean, anyway, we're legit. So here's the last one I want to, and this is one kind of scares me. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Daily Wire is looking for a broadcast engineer who will be responsible for installation, maintenance, and operation of all broadcast-related equipment. The broadcast engineer will also provide technical support to ensure the quality production and transmission of both audio and video. 
You'll also be directly involved in facilitating the transfer of media after shoots. If you feel right for the fit of this position, we're looking forward to hearing from you. This is very promising. Coordinate and monitor studio productions to ensure technical quality. Set up gear, streaming, encoding, blah, 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 blah. Work alongside director production. <laughs> That's not even a bullet point. Why do you put that in there, Ben? Uh, prepare computers, monitors, control room. Listen. All right, two years plus similar work experience. Professional, yeah. Working knowledge of Ross video products. Do you know anything about that? No. Okay. What well, was it? Ross? Ross video products. Spell it. R-O-S-S? R-O-S-S. Including but not limited to Ultrix, Expression, Graphite, and Carbonite. He's doing a web search right now. So, no, not qualified. <laughs> I just don't know what this is. Yeah. Ross video products? Yeah. Experience setting up. I have a feeling they use uh, Apple. Uh, experience setting up web-based web -based live productions, including oh, using... Oh, cool. It's robotic camera systems. That explains the seasickness I get when I watch the videos. Um, understanding audio, video, Ethan, or out. Now, here's the thing. I think that if you and I applied to this job together in like a stepbrothers kind of way... At the same time? Yeah. We want to wear, I think wear tuxedos? Or I think we'd... or. You remember when Charlie Charlie Kelly and a uh, Mac got a job that's like they're gonna they're gonna split the they're gonna split the salary the responsibility. Yeah, we're gonna have to both get the same job. Yeah, I think that we could probably between the two of us together qualify for this job. But again, this is in Los Angeles. This has been a waste of time. I'm not moving to L.A., Ben Shapiro. It has not been a waste of time, because now I'm looking into these raw systems, and it looks like they do a bunch of stuff. It's uh, very, very interesting. Anyway, so uh, E.K. is off on his own little tangent right now. So I'm just going to say this. You people who live in cities like Los Angeles and San Francisco, you are out of your minds. You think you... Um, when I got out of the Navy, there are plenty of jobs in places like Chicago... Los Angeles, San Francisco. And you know what? I'm not going there. I don't want to live a, around a bunch of liberals, you know, as uh, criminals run the streets, whether they're Antifa or gangs. Pretty much the same thing, if you think about it. I don't want to go there. I understand that you, uh, Ben Shapiro has been a guy, a conservative living in a very liberal city for most of his life, probably all his life. He went to Boston for like a, for grad school or something. I don't know, but, uh, it's still a very liberal city. And so I'm not, I'm not of the mind to go leave my somewhat conser uh, conservative Fredericksburg for LA. What a culture shock. Puerto Rico was kind of a culture shock. So was Spain. But I, I, I adapted really quickly. Yeah, anyway. I wonder if we should take a break before we get into this news worth knowing through the la uh, last hour. That's your call, man. I think we should. Can you, uh, can you cover or maybe play a video? Um, the problem with playing videos is that the if I put the yeah. audio quality and, uh, big baby. the problem is that it is, it is so terrible. Well, I mean, the thing, well, the, the thing about the audio quality is that we can, we can have no audio to the podcast. 
I don't care if it's horrible audio quality, as long as it gets to the podcast and the YouTube as well. I don't think you understand. I know that that shit bothers you, but ladies and gentlemen, if you, I, I hear it. I hear the hum. Okay, I get it. But ladies and gentlemen, if you want to not experience the hum, all you got to go is go and subscribe to my YouTube channel, and you won't have to hear that shit. Because this is a patchwork fly-by-night piece of thing. It's, it's still going to bleed through in the YouTube channel. It's everywhere. That, that, that hum is everywhere. That's fine. Okay. I don't care. Not fine. I have to load up the Just other. I have to load show up yourself other. on the screen and say, I am EK the DJ, and I do not approve this. <laughs> this is terrible. What's the video I'm looking for? Let's do... Uh, do... Uh, what's this? Do the pigeons and cowboy hats. That's probably the funniest. That's the newest one, isn't it? Or yeah. One of the it's newest. right near the top, so you won't have any problem finding it. So uh, we're going to take a break. I just do I do need to know how long that is. So That's not very long. It's four minutes, 32 seconds. That's fine. That's enough. I can suck, I can suck a cigarette down right quickly. All right. EK's going to set you up. Whew. Lordy. Right. Let's see if I can make it work. We're going to see what happens. Oh, failed to use YouTube video. Check the URL and try again. Uh, let me try again. Failed to load YouTube video. Check the URL and try again. Pigeons with cowboy hats. Copy. Are we not getting this done? I told you that YouTube was fickle. Why are you being like that, YouTube? We're going to have to do something. Can you put up our sponsor? I'm, I'm trying one other thing. Uh, what sponsor? <laughs> Once Which, you kill the mics, I'll remind you. Oh, no. I lost the video. Our video? No, I accidentally deleted your camera. I'm trying to do too many. There we go. All right. So All right. So I need to come back over here. And then we come back over here, and let's see if this works. Desktop, app window. All right, that didn't work. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a learning experience. Uh, We're trying to figure it out. I, I will figure this out uh, one way or another. App area. Hey, I got something. Boom. Can I do this? Can I make it bigger? Hey there. How's it looking on the screen now? Yeah, we definitely people can see that, yeah. All right. Let's see All what right. let's see what we got. Parking con uh, concern from animal rescuers. Uh pigeons donning tiny cow Anyway, let's go on to this next story. Uh pigeons wearing tiny cowboy hats pop up in Las Vegas. Nice. Parking con uh, concern from animal rescuers. Uh, pigeons donning tiny cowboy hats have been spotted in the Las Vegas area, and animal rescuers are searching for the culprit responsible for dressing up the small birds. This is not funny. I'm not laughing at this. It's hilarious. Can you see a bunch of pigeons wearing cowboy hats? It's fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. Uh, the animals first appeared in a video taken on Thursday in which they were walking around normally, but with little cowboy hats on their heads, and no one seems to know who's dressing up the pigeons or where the hats are coming from. 
Another bird, dressed to the nines in a hat, was filmed in a second video and posted online Monday. Uh, Mariah Hillman, who operates a Las Vegas-based pigeon rescue called The Lofty Hopes, told KVVU-TV that at first, I was like, oh my god, that's cute! Before backtracking and asking herself, wait a minute, how'd they get those hats on there? Did they glue them? What does that mean for them, Hillman said. Is it something that's going to impede their flight or attract predators? Uh, the animal, animal rescuer said her team is trying to track the pigeons down to remove the hats. Uh, Hillman said her group spent several hours on Sunday asking around for information about the pigeons. If you see these birds, she said, just feed them until I get there. I'm only three miles away and I'll come trap them, she said. That's more dangerous because you're not supposed to just feed birds anything. Um, secondly, you, you know, pigeons are trainable. Yeah, Somebody yeah. want to put that many on there, it, like those are trained pigeons, so 100% somebody who has been taking care of those birds put them on there as a joke. You do not take that as a joke. You know, though, pulling up to a stop sign and just seeing like 20 birds <laughs> with hats on, you know how fucking freaked right? out you would just be like. That'd be uh, hilarious. Look, at, especially if you're in the car by yourself, too. You're like, yo, you just drive off like you didn't even see it. Well, you'd be like, is that an acid flashback? Or yeah, what? you're like, oh, shit, dude, I've done too many drives. You just, <laughs> hmm, hmm. You know them, that's weird. Just drive off like you didn't see. People are like, yo, you saw those birds with the hats on? You're like, nah, mm-mm, never saw any birds with hats on. But yeah, the pigeons are trainable birds, and people have them. I assume that most of them are probably going back to where they came from for him right. to take them off. It's right. probably just like a stupid thing. I in order to put enough for somebody to notice on, they clearly have a, a pigeon coop. Yeah. Which yeah. is what they call them. So there's pigeon coops somewhere. Is that, is that what they call them? Yeah. But I mean, you know, they're on like rooftops and things. Like yeah, people, Mike Tyson had some, but yeah, they're yeah. trainable birds that, not saying you should put a hat on your bird, but I assume that whoever did that, especially with enough for you to notice and to go to one place, they seem to be probably trained like this is a, yeah. a stunt for this yeah. not to hurt the birds so take it lightly i would say for it's for a joke i don't yeah think, i don't think it hurts the birds i don't think it attracts predators none of them i don't yeah if you saw like I they think were eventually the they'll birds. they'll molt mm-hmm. you know and uh they'll lose the hat well they fly back to where they go eat their food at every day which is what they do after they right. they send them out they go do whatever they come back to their place i'll take the hats off yeah. when you get back unless you're out there kidnapping our birds those were my birds. They had cowboy hats on. They clearly had cowboy hats on. You knew which ones were mine. Did you have a bird with a cowboy hat on today? No. Why'd you take my bird? These pranksters these days, they're really stepping it up a notch. I tell well, you that's what. what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's, I don't even know if that's a prank or just like just somebody would notice, like, put all these hats on. How long would it take to put that many hats on? That's how many birds was it, like 50? That's, that's, I don't know. It doesn't say how many, but, I mean, that's a serious pigeon nerd. It had to be enough, but that's, dude, if you have a pigeon coop, Already, what does that say? I just go up to my roof every day with my pigeons and a whole bunch. I got this big back. I got this big box of tiny cowboy hats. What am I gonna do with them? The lady from Home Alone Two, one hundred percent is out there <laughs> in L.A. right now. She made it big now. Twenty years after oh the release, she's out in L.A. putting cowboy hats on there. Oh my god! It's Christmas anyway, season. It's the Christmas time. Guess, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, we got about uh, 55 minutes. That's a pretty funny video, I have to be honest. It's pretty funny. Um, we got about 55 minutes until the end of 2019, beginning of 2020. So we're going to do a special long extended ed- edition of the News Worth Knowing.
Now, if you go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, uh, you can hijack the news worth knowing on our normal show, and that's usually the second half of our show. And uh, if you hijack the news worth knowing, then you can... Um, what's... How do you say... Uh, pick the topics we talk about in the second half of the show. You can hijack it. You can... For a C-note, you can... Uh, Tell us what we're going to talk about that day. But today we're going to talk about the news worth knowing, which are basically news stories on my show that I think are worth actually reading. Because I don't know about you, but that's what I read newspapers and websites for, is for entertainment. You ever seen that movie, uh, Training Day, where he comes into the cafe, he's like, go ahead and get yourself something to eat, it's my dime. He's like, oh, I already ate at home, sir. I don't want anything. And I was like, all right, well, let me read my paper. Oh, I wouldn't mind. I don't mind roasting in a hot black and white all summer. <laughs> See, this This is a newspaper. I read it because it entertains me. You won't let me read it, so you entertain me. It's 90, 99% bullshit. You entertain me with your bullshit. Remember that scene? It's all bullshit. Anyway, uh, here's the headline. Underage Michigan men are arrested after a drunken horse and buggy ride now um go look at the story and look at these mug shots these are the ugliest dudes i have ever seen all right and i i have a mirror in my house okay uh michigan deputies nabbed four underage suspect suspected of drunken driving drivers after they were hold on let me read that again michigan deputies nabbed four underage suspected drunken drivers after they were spotting throwing beer cans from a ho- their horse and buggy replace it with a golf cart and it's very familiar right uh, <laughs> uh, the Gladwin County Sheriff's Office said in a Facebook post that it received a complaint from a motorist around 4 p.m. Sunday that four men were riding on a buggy through Beavertown, Beaverton Township, uh, and they suspected they seemed to be intoxicated. The four men were tossing beer cans from the horse and buggy, the driver said. According to the Sheriff's Office, when deputies found the buggy, the four were identified by the motorist. Initially... They gave the deputies false information about their ages and refuses to get, refused to give their names. However, after further investigation, the four men were identified as, I think that's Levi Mast, 20, Andrew Zook, 19, Joseph Miller, 20, and Joseph Troyer, 19, all from Gladwin County. Inside the, bu- inside the buggy, deputies found several open and unopened containers of alcohol. Uh, police determined the four were under the influence of alcohol. That's two sentences. That's not even a paragraph. Why would you? Anyway. Uh, the men were arrested arrested for felony obstruction of, ju- of justice, disorderly, disorderly person, that's probably like drunken public, and issued civil infractions for, minor, for minors in possession of alcohol. Now, um, I, want, I want you, dear listener, viewer, um, to go search for this news story, underage Michigan men arrested in drunken horse and buggy ride. And look at these um, mug shots of these four guys. And if you're a woman, tell me if you had to pick one of these dudes to have sex with. They're like, these are the last four men on earth. Who would you pick? <laughs> because, damn, that's got to be tough. I mean, there's one... There's one that I think might be it, but uh, go look, go look for this, uh, uh, these mugshots of these four guys, 
and you send you send me a picture of the one you think is the, if if they were the last men on earth, that's the one you would breed with, because these dudes are so ugly. And what I mean is that if a bunch of ugly dudes want to ride a horse and buggy and drink beer until they die, let them. Okay. Because when you're ugly, shit. I mean, they are so ugly. It's like you, I can't feel nothing but sorry for them. EK's off making another drink. Anyway, uh, what's popping up here? Huh. Okay. This New Year stuff's sprouting out on social media. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Angry Tortoise, 45, rescued after starting Christmas Day house fire in England. What a dick. Yeah. Um, despite its dour demeanor. Had to have been Raphael. They were turtles, not tortoises. Um, dour. Who, who uses that word, dour? D-O-U-R. Despite its dour demeanor. Illiterate, I guess. <laughs> An angry-looking tortoise in England actually had a very lucky Christmas day after firefighters rescued the reptile from a house that had set on fire, officials said. The unnamed 45-year-old reptile was alone in its ex Essex County, ex Essex, Essex County. I think I lived in Essex County in Georgia. Uh, anyway, the 45-year-old uh, reptile was alone in its Essex home when it knocked a heat lamp onto its bedding, which caught, uh, which caught fire. This is what uh, Essex Fire and Rescue said on Wednesday. Uh, this tortoise might look angry, but it's his lucky day. The fire service posted on Twitter, along with a photo of the reptilian fire starter. Neighbors heard the smoke alarm and called an emergency number around 5 p.m., officials said. What's that, 999 in England? I hey, think so. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. email me at madmenfxbgpr.com with those ugly uh, drunk guys. The picture of the, young, uh, the ugly drunk guy you'd bang. And uh, if it's 999 in England. Yeah, so... Um, I'm spitting all over the place. Uh, firefighters... It is 999. Yeah. Firefighters extinguished the fire and cleared the house of smoke within 25 minutes, the BBC reported. Quote, this incident shows just how important it is to have smoke alarms in every level of your home. <laughs> you know, whenever there's a fire and a police chief, or uh, I'm sorry, a fire chief or something like that has to make a statement, it's always, always the first thing they say. Make sure you check the batteries and smoke detectors. <laughs> anyway, so that's just like boilerplate. Um, even when you're not home, they will alert uh, anyone close by to the first sign of fire. This is watch manager Gary Wayne of Great Dunmow Fire Station. God, we're in the mid fucking Middle Earth. Um, this tortoise had a very lucky Christmas day, 45 years young, and will now hopefully continue a long and happy life thanks to working smoke alarms, Wayne said. Um, you get rid of this tortoise, right? If you set your house on fire, you get rid of him, right? I wouldn't, if once it's figured out how to kill me, I don't want it as a pet anymore. Yeah, it's still a reptile. If you had a roommate, if a roommate came and lived in your house and he set your house on fire, whether accidental or not, wouldn't you say you got to go? I don't trust you. I don't think I could sleep. I don't think I can leave my home. Hold on. You say roommate. But my answer could change if, if, if answer if, if if said person setting things on fire is girlfriend and not roommate my tolerance level for crazy changes <laughs> a 
power of boners, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, like I said, I saw that uh, Les Miserables in Chicago. So I've been there. I know Chicago. It's fucking windy. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. what you remember. It was windy and cold, and it was summer. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, so um, <clears throat> here's this headline. Uh, Chicago deploying around uh, 1,300 additional police officers for New Year's Eve. <clears throat> so watch out, you sovereign citizens. 1,300. Yeah. For New Year's Eve. In yeah. Chicago. In Chicago. What yeah. are they expecting? I don't know. Shootings? Yeah, like, I mean, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, 1,300 additional. I'm guessing yeah. shootings. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I don't know if you know this. People die every day in gang warfare in Chicago. Liberal city, by the way. What's that? What's that? I don't think I don't think politics matters in the streets. Oh, it certainly does matter. I'm sorry. In the I'm sorry. Hold on. I can do that better. I don't think politics matters in these streets. Because you got to say it tougher. Put yourself in the corner or something like that. Change <laughs> yourself out of the pack of cigarettes. Because transform. Transform. <laughs> <laughs> um. Because, you know, these liberal policies, it's like, what's the line from Batman Begins that I love? It's like a Liam Neeson gives us, it's like, criminals mock society's laws. You well, know they this, live outside you know this better than of most. those laws, or they live to manipulate those laws. That's right. So, like, the criminals that are in charge in Chicago. Well, if you um, had a proper gang task force, because your money is diverting... Uh, like money that the, t- the taxpayers pay is getting sent to law enforcement instead of n- safe places for people heroin addicts to shoot up. Hey, well, we got to make sure the addicts wasn't, get cl- clean needles. Wasn't it's like hey, Chicago, like at the center of all those police corruption and embezzlement and all that stuff in like the in the thirties. I thought it was the nineties. And okay, you're right. But here's the thing: law enforcement. I mean, you need to have, like, internal affairs. You need to have, like, uh, corrupt. This is why, like, people shouldn't congregate in cities. It's like, ever since the Industrial Revolution, people have should have learned their lesson since the 1880s. <laughs> so, you should, whenever there's a shitload of people, there's a shitload of crime. You know? If you're out here in the boondocks like us, boondocks like us, crime is very rare because it's... Very, you know, a lot, a lot of space between you and the average person. That's why people shouldn't live. This is why I don't like cities. This is why I hate cities because I don't want to get robbed. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I mean, I like it's a little unnerving just to be walking downtown Fredericksburg at night and see a couple of homeless people on the streets. And then, like, if you're like, if you're like in DC at night in certain areas, like, it's, it's, fucking dangerous it's dude. unrealistic how many people are living in the streets um love take me down to, to the streets, streets. is that a Man. wing, wing, wing song. song right yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey listener <laughs> hey viewer there's about like four percent of you who got that who joke. got that joke <laughs> and you're, you're probably we, lost, like a... we seem to have lost audio uh-oh what did um, you do? Oh no, I have audio. I have audio. Lost audio. Yeah, I just that was weird. Did you hear that? 
Did you hear the echo where it said you lost audio? Yeah. That was me pulling up the audio from the YouTube. And okay, so we're still good. I think we're okay. Did somebody on Facebook say that or something like that? Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm checking on. All right. Uh, yeah, so the point, of, the reason I pulled up that story about 1,300 cops in Chicago is that um, people are going to die tonight. And uh, somewhere, somewhere in the world, somewhere in America, it's New Year's Eve, people are drinking, and uh, people who are drunk tend to either be murdered or become a murderer. And so uh, be careful out there. I gave up my keys. I am not touching them. I am surrounding them with empty beer cans, so I cannot find them, no matter what. Because I don't go near empty beer cans. What the fuck would I do that for? There's no beer in there. And by the time I get through this case, um, yeah, I'll be like... I will have proved the defendant not guilty. <laughs> by okay. the time I get through this case. <laughs> literal humor. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about Kanye West celebrates one year of Sunday service at Los Angeles Homeless, homeless Shelter. This, thing's, this thing saved my life, he said in quotes. Yeah, so it's been a year since uh, Kanye West has done this um, hosting Sunday service on, a skid, on Skid Row in Los Angeles. Uh, the Jesus is King artist chose downtown L.A.'s Union Rescue Mission, a homeless shelter that offers food. Uh, food? <laughs> what? One more time? A homeless shelter that offers food. Hey, Fox News, need a copy editor? Food? It's probably it's probably meant to say food and spiritual oh. guidance to those in need. Uh, to host a special service and share a short message saying uh, he wants to end homelessness around the world. Noble cause, you crazy jackass. Um, quote: A lot of people, a lot of times, people say, "Thank you, ye, for Sunday service." I'm saying, "Thank God, this thing saved my life." West said while singing "Closed on Sunday," a song referencing Chick Fil A and family values. This thing was an alternative to opioids. This thing was an alternative pornography. Ah, Kanye. Jesus. Yeezy. My boy. Listen. Can, can, I, can I call you ye? <laughs> can I call you ye? No church service is an alternative to pornography. All right? Anytime I made out with a girl, it was after church service. And it was probably like in the, uh, the empty, like eight-year-old's room or something like that. Anyway, um, let's just say God bless Kanye. I mean, it's been a year. Uh, the 42-year-old, hey, that's my age, who revealed this year that he became a born-again believer, said people can call him many things, just don't call him secular. According to West, that implies that he doesn't work for Jesus Christ. Does wait, he, what? Yeah. Wait, wait. Does he sign your paychecks? Kanye. Yeah, all right. So you just have to take a deep breath. <laughs> this is Kanye West. This is Kanye. Here's the here's the thing. We're all the sinners. man is brilliant. We're the man sinners. is brilliant, and we're not supposed to understand him. <laughs> we're supposed to just accept him as he is, and just just allow the music to happen. You gotta ignore when he when he goes talking in public. You just got you just got to ignore it. Uh, I don't know. Just just wait for the album. Just wait for the album. Well, here's the point. All right. I don't like Kanye's music. The only reason I'm talking about him is because he's doing this kind of thing culturally. All right. And I think it is important. I think it's good that people like 
Kanye West and Justin Bieber are finding religion. I think that, that it's good that there are people out there who are finding religion, as long as it's not like uh, black Hebrew Israelites or anything like that. So it's it's a uh, I prefer Shepherd's Shepherd Book's take on things. Okay, just gotta have faith. Oh no, wait, that's no, not, that's, George, that's Michael. George Michael. Damn it! <laughs> and that's about sex, by the way. And so um, I think it's a good thing that uh, it's still, it still stands. I think it's <laughs> well. I think it's a good thing that people like Justin Bieber and it's a good thing like Kanye West are coming around to this idea of religion because I think a lot of people in the world are really sick of this Robert crazy ass Robert De Niro fuck Trump nonsense. Throw a bag of shit in his face. I'm Robert is, De Niro. Why, I just don't look. Like, the thing is, I celebrity celebrities in the entertainment industry, and I'm very, I'm I'm very much. My opinion is just my opinion, you know. I, I, it shouldn't it shouldn't affect anyone emotionally or or in any way. It's just an opinion. I don't think celebrities should be sharing their political opinions if, if they're in the entertainment world. Agreed. We watch you to escape from that. I don't want to hear what an. I want Robert De Niro to be whatever role he is portraying on TV. Yeah. I don't want. I love Green Day as a band. Uh, I don't want to hear. When was the last time Robert De Niro was on TV? My, Rage, I, I just, I just don't want to hear. Well, the thing about Rage Against the Machine, they're an exception to the rule. Are they? Rage Against the Machine Are has. They? They've always been political, though. They've the, the band has right. always been political, so it's acceptable if you tune in from the beginning and you accept that that's what that music is, then it's okay. But when bands get political, it's like, why your music was good and and like people like uh, Barbara Streisand and Cher, and I know that these are not your favorite artists, but I'm just saying, like Barbara right. Streisand and Cher, they're mega yeah. artists that have huge, yeah. huge Followings, followings yeah. on both sides of the fence. Yeah. When you, as an artist, uh, make the bold statement of, "Oh, uh, you know, if 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 the right, or if you vote for the right, then you're this, or if 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 Trump wins and I'm moving this, like you you realize that you're alienating half of your your, your fans, Absolutely. and and if you don't care about alienating half of your fans, that's that's fine if if that's your prerogative. Um, Here's my point: is that what should be in the comments of my videos? What should be in the comment or the uh, the emails I get to madman at fxbgpr.com is madman, you are just as wrong for giving a shit about what Kanye West says in the news as somebody who says, you should listen to what Janine Garofalo says about politics and stuff like that. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And it's just like those walk away people, the hashtag walk away people and say, if you're going to say, I will never vote for a Democrat again, you are... You're missing the point. You know, you got to listen to who's um, making sense because there probably will come a day one day where the Democrats are far more sane than the right. It happens. The power shifts. Identity shift, you know. And I'm just as wrong for promoting Kanye West by talking about him as somebody who is promoting Joy Behar or what's his name? Chenk Jank. Or whatever uh, from mm. the Wild Turks. Apparently, that's a I'm Young not, Turks, I'm Wild un, Turks. I'm un, completely unfamiliar. Yeah, I know. Never heard about them until Steven Crowder started talking about them. Really? Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I, there's look. I'm out of touch with a lot of things politically because I kind of I disengage. I think that both sides are stupid. It's a giant tug of war game, and it's all about manipulating our pockets. This, this reminds me of a, a conversation I had at work. It was like, oh man, this. Uh, what was his name? 
Nick Fuente, Nick Fuentes confronted Ben Shapiro. On the, I'm laughing at my phone, right? I'm reading reading stuff on my phone. And my coworker says, what are you laughing at? It was like, oh, Nick Fuentes confronted Ben Shapiro in front of, like, uh, Florida. Started yelling at him and stuff like that. And he's like, who the fuck are those people? <laughs> I have no idea. No idea who you're talking about. <laughs> Completely out of touch. Yeah, and I just, it's like, dude, what is it like? It's like, I've been reading newspapers since I could read. And so, I mean, how... <laughs> He's like, what is it like living in your mind where you just don't give a shit about all this political stuff? It's not even that I don't give a shit. It's that I don't want to argue with human beings that I care about. I think I think that's because you're bad about bad with it, bad at that. What do you mean, bad about arguing with people? Yeah, you're bad bad at arguing with people politically. I don't want to argue with people politically. The thing is, I've seen you do it, and you're bad at it. Well, the thing is, I don't care what your opinion is. And I, and I say that from as loving a, a place as I can. Um, but, like, my political opinions are my political opinions. I, I, don't, I don't... My prerogative is not to convince you to think my way. No, I'm, ta- my, I'm not talking about Bobby Brown. I'm talking about Kanye West. No, I understand that. I'm just... I'm just my general idea on politics is like, I'm, my political opinion is just my political opinion. I don't ever feel obligated to switch a Democrat's mind to be a Republican's or a Republican's mind to be a Democrat. Like, well, there's no... It's not, it's not your business. That's right. Not your business. I, I'm not trying to convince anyone's vote. I'm not trying to pitch anyone's mind. I just know what my opinions I, are. I see what you're getting at. So, getting so at. when someone wants to argue with me politically, my goal is never to change their mind. It's to explain to them why I'm not changing mine. Like, like, I'm not trying to change your mind. You don't have to try and change mine. All right. Uh, we're about at the halfway part, and I guess you said you wanted to pick a song. Um. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, you're way more off the cuff than normal, and it's, and it's, and it's off-putting. All right. I'll just go on to this next story. That's a lighter topic. How about I, I, that? I will prepare. And I'll, and I'll just do my closing act. I will prepare something. No. 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 You missed your chance. Oh, okay. There's no pressure now. You missed your chance. Okay. We'll just do the closing act here in about 20, I'm sorry, <laughs> math, 32 30, minutes. Yeah. 32 minutes and 10 seconds. So let's just go on to a lighter subject. Uh, Colorado father and son, 3D printing a Lamborghini replica, replica, got a ride in a real one for this Christmas. So the story is about they, they changed their mind and they oh, this is a waste of time. Um. A Colorado father and son 3D printing a replica of a Lamborghini supercar became social media stars this year as they began sharing updates of their project on social media. The steel frame car features a composite body inspired by the Lamborghini uh, Lamborghini Aventador, but it's not an exact exact replica. Physicist Sterling Backus thought his project would be a fun way to teach his kids about STEM and hopes to have it ready on the road by next spring. But when the folks at Lamborghini heard about the project, they had a different idea. Okay, this, this, uh, this is getting a little complicated now, isn't it? Rather than to try to shut the project down for violating intellectual property rights, the automaker called Bacchus and suggested they surprise his son Xander by replacing the custom with an actual $417,000 Aventator S for, this, uh, for a day as a Christmas gift. Noise. Noise! Are, are they allowed to do that? 
of course, they're Lamborghini. It's their fucking car. Of course they can do it. Could, if you own Lamborghini, if you're the guy, the owner of Lamborghini, you said, lend him a Lamborghini. And they're like, which one? I don't care. Not mine. Which, which, which one? <laughs> there are 37 on the lot. It's like, you, you pick one. It's like, should it be yours? Do you think it'd mean more if some the guy who owned Lamborghini loaned you his car, like it was his personal car, and you went in there and it had his like old McDonald's wrapper stuffed in the back in the in between the seat and stuff like that? I would my mind would be so blown. Like like I think that that would be more valuable than any car I could possibly borrow. Uh because of the McDonald's rappers, because this is this is this dude, I'd be this take, is, yeah, I'd be taking pictures. Like this crazy. is how he lives. I'd be, I need, I look. I'd be taking videos. Fuck Arby's. I'm going to McDonald's every day because that's where this guy eats. Like, <laughs> this is how he made his millions. Tell me, <laughs> if you had a Lamborghini, even for a day, tell me you're going to like every single McDonald's. You're going to every single where the people congregate. If I, if I drove a stupid nice car. Like like a really really yeah. nice yeah like really four hundred seventy nice thousand dollar car yeah you know I you know what I would do what I would get a kick out of doing hmm. parking in parking lots diagonally across multiple multiple spaces and then keying my own car dude and then like 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 it like wasn't as, me. as people as people are walking by like see up like oh, look at this asshole I can't believe some asshole would park like that and then I would key my car and pretend like it wasn't mine and I would look like a badass. I kind of get that. <laughs> I really do. Because I'd probably rant right next to it. I'd park it in the parking lot. I'd walk over to a different like, right. area. Right, and then look, walk up and be like, look up, at this guy. Look wait, at this wait motherfucker. For, I don't care people. how much you spend on this car. Fuck you, pal. And like, Key the car, yep. Because yeah. if, if I was back. a mega millionaire. <laughs> well, I would I would sell the carbon-based, uh, uh, the carbon-fiber-based uh Lamborghini with a Corvette engine I just built with my son. I'd right. sell that. <laughs> I'd sell that to pay for the damage to the. It would to be the so worth it to just like. Oh yeah. And like I would park diagonally oh, yeah. next to like someone else that yeah. parked like that, mm. and like instead of attacking their car, attack my car, and wait for them to come out to be like. It's like, dude. Yeah. Is that your car? Yeah. You're next. Like. <laughs> what was that show on Netflix where the. The people all had that mental connection all over the world. What was that one? Oh, uh, oh, there's so many great Netflix shows. <sighs> anyway, I, they, there was a scene where they're like, uh, uh, they cut the lines to this nice car. They got this nice car, and they they, they cut the lines, and like it distracted all the men. It was like, oh, the the real nice car is smoking. Like nobody can. All the men are focused on that. <laughs> they're like, no, no, the Lamborghini's messed up. No. Sense eight, Sense eight. That's the one. There was a scene where they like had this real nice Lamborghini, or maybe it's a Ferrari. I can't remember. Uh, but they said like cut the oil lines or something like that, and so it started smoking like crazy. <laughs> and every single they're trying to get break into this complex, like like Middle Eastern compound, and all these people are looking at this nice car, and they're like, oh no, let's all figure out how to fix this fucking Ferrari or Lamborghini. I didn't watch. Uh, I never watched Sense Eight because um, it's too it's too gay, right? I, I, well, I it's way gay. Define. Super gay. Tell me how you're using that adjective. How I'm using it is is it is um, it 
is I'm, it? I'm connected to all these random people all, all over the globe, and I am a heterosexual man. And there's a ton of gay people and stuff. Hey, that are all connected. Hey, it's a diverse world. I get it. But if you are having sex in real life, don't drag me into it just because we're psych- psychically connected. I don't want to get into a psychic orgy. Okay. And if we didn't bond, you know, somehow I have less power in the psych. Anyway, it's very complicated for being a straight guy watching that show. I don't know that. I am. I guess I am more. Uh, I don't want to be sitting there playing PlayStation. Sitting there playing PlayStation. Kill that fucker. He's been fragging me all day. Uh, grenade, bitch. Grenade. Oh, then all of a sudden, gay sex pops into my mind because I'm connected psychically to somebody who's gay in Spain. It's like I don't want to see that. And then some Indian girl is like, "Oh, that looks like Lord Ganesh." Look, look at where your head is going, though. Like, if you're connected to how many people are you connected to at any given time? It's like a dozen or eight or I think it's eight. Right. So you're connected to eight other people at any know. given time. Dozen? You mean to tell me if there's or a dozen other people, however many people, you mean to tell me if one of those people was getting laid and, and it's the kind of getting laid that you're not uh, into, you couldn't focus on one of the nine other minds. You couldn't you couldn't take your mind off of that one. You're so distracted by that one. There, I th- there's one scene. You have to watch the show. I, think I don't. Get, I, yeah, I don't understand. I like because. Because uh, here's the thing. If that happened to me once where, like, these two gay guys start having sex with each other. If that's not what you're into, it should be easy to focus on something else. Fair enough. I know how to focus. Believe me. I know how to focus. But what I'm saying is that if that started happening, if I get dragged into these, um, let's say, other than lesbian encounters, I wouldn't want to participate mentally in, in that. However, I would get pissed off and I'd be like, I would start masturbating in strange places just to fuck with them. But, okay, right. so now you're taking it to a whole nother. See, Barry's coming out because you're getting weird. <laughs> so now you're now you're being vindictive because look, you put that image in my mind. So now I'm going to put crazy images so, in your so, mind. So now I'm going to go into this portageon and be lewd for because no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like. Uh, uh, squatting in my uh, in my. No, well, you know what? No, you don't have to get any more specific. That was enough. Squatting in my is the stopping point. <laughs> squatting in my laundry room. This is on the public radio main page. Right. Squatting in my is enough of us. That's a good. That's a good. Uh... Bare ass naked with all my knives out and a bunch of wet stones, <laughs> just pounding one out. You know what I mean? <laughs> just because they dragged me into the gay sex. The gay sex. Why do you like? I I just I, I'm not into it. I, I, do, I think I it. I think I would have to see the show to understand because I feel like if you're not into it, it should be easy to put it out of your mind. It should be easy to compartmentalize. There's and, one specific. Episode. Uh, I guess I'm going to be whittling now because there's one Frank's specific episode busy. where like, like they all kind of got into it, and I don't. I'm not into all that anyway. You got to watch Sense Eight. If I've, yeah, <laughs> I've never seen. I've never yeah. seen it, so, so I, you don't I'm know gonna, what you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, I really don't. But I I don't know. I, I'm just trying to think of like. <laughs> See, I go to a different place in my head. Huh, like that's that's where you go because that's for whatever reason that's that's the fear that, that first comes to your mind. But I'm thinking like, what if one of these people you is have to like see the show? If you get dragged into this, you you you're, you're I'm not familiar with the show. I get that, but you, like based on the premise, forced, you are forced to experience this with them. I get that, and All so right. I'm more concerned about someone being a murderer. I am more concerned with someone being ultra violent. There, there is that as well. And that to me, that to me is. There is that as well. Yeah. 
Right. You're, you're, I have to watch the show. You're like these people. You're like these liberals. It's like <sighs> why you gotta why I'm, why you gotta I'm, go I'm there? I'm a Democrat and I support Bernie. It's like why do you support Bernie? I don't know. It's like all right. Why you talk? Why are you so convict? Why do you have so much conviction about something you don't understand? All right. Anyway, I'm gonna go on to this next news story. One of these days you'll meet your match. <laughs> <laughs> no such thing. Um, U-Haul to begin nicotine-free hiring policy. U-Haul, you are going to get sued sometime in 2020. A nicotine-free hiring, hiring policy? policy. You are going to get sued, U-Haul. You are going to get a class action lawsuit sometime in the first quarter of 2020. I just don't understand. Are they trying? Are they? Are the policy is a responsible step in fostering a culture of wellness at U-Haul with the goal of helping our team members on their health journey. What this means is that um, the, the moving... You can't and work here if you're a smoker. That's right. Um, hold on. The do-it-yourself moving and storage company is slated to become the first in its field to decline applicants who use nicotine. You are going to get a class action lawsuit if you have a coffee pot anywhere in any U-Haul office. Amazon's just gonna start selling trucks. Yeah, Amazon's just gonna start. Amazon's you're, gonna start renting done. trucks, and you're, you're done. You're done, U-Haul. You're done. If you do this, Jeez. I'm just I'm just going over the premises of these articles. All right, you cannot tell me it's like for you could screen for drugs if you want, but fuck you, you know, you you find THC in my piss. Fuck you. You're not going to hire me? Fuck you. You find you find nicotine in my piss or you or I smell like cigarettes when I come into work and you fire me? Fuck you. Hold if on. You're, if you're Hold holding on. a cup of coffee while you fire me, fuck you and your cocaine habit. Hold on. Now, I'm with you up until smelling. Because in certain environments, smelling like smoke would be a problem. Uh, the medical field, for example, that's if, different. If that's... You, it's well, this is up. Oh, we lost video. We lost video yeah. again. Right. Uh, but what I'm saying is the uh, in the medical field, uh, I kind of want to. I kind of want to pander for a minute because this point is relevant that's to fine. what just came on the video. Oh, you gotta pull it back up. I understand. <clears throat> understand. Only gonna take a second here. They're gonna get sued. That's all there is to it. Um, okay, so there we go. Jennifer Lopez? No, Jessica Lopez. Um, so, yeah. Um, where was I at? I don't know. Can you put up the display? The uh, monitor yes, so let me get your monitor here. Thank you. And boom. And are you full screen? Wonderful. Well done. You have died of dysentery. Uh, yeah, the policy comes just after you, you oh, all broke sm ground. Sm smelling like smoke. That Hold was there yet. Yeah. Policy comes just after you all bro broke ground on a conference and fitness center. Uh, to benefit its, its employees in Arizona, well, Arizona, which is one of the states where it's <clears throat> lawful to decline to hire somebody who uses nicotine products, according to the company. So, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with this policy, but I understand, like in certain fields, like for example, medical industry or the fitness industry. If you are a gym and you want to enforce a policy of like you can't be working for a gym where like a health oriented and smoking has is proven to be hazardous to your health. So 
You know, there's that's fine. Like in certain industries, I feel like it would that's be acceptable. Fine. But U-Haul just doesn't make sense let's, to me. Let's let's call back. Let's go back to the gym. All right, uh, and then they say the gym says we don't want anybody who um, eats uh, who consumes complex sugars, carbohydrates, starches. You're not allowed to work here if you eat carbohydrates. All right, you're not allowed to drink coffee. Yeah, but- All right, listen to me. Listen to me. Ca- uh, caffeine is just as dangerous as nicotine. They are the very similar types of drugs. However, caffeine is ignored. You can walk in drinking your coffee at U-Haul, and they'll be like, uh, you got to fire Tom. He came in smelling like uh, cigarettes, smelled like tobacco. Oh, really? Tom, I, we got to let you go. I mean, uh, the, the uh, insecticide that you ingest is different than this insecticide that uh, I see, ingest. See, I, 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 am, I, am, I immediately disagree with your logic. Why? Because you're using the coffee thing, and it's irrelevant. It is not irrelevant. It is. It's ju- I'll put it like this. It's just as irrelevant as nicotine. It's irrelevant because it's not the rule in place. The, just what, because, rule, what rule in if, place? If the rule we're talking about... What rule? If the rule we're talking about is what that... What rule? If you let me finish a sentence instead of interrupting me twice in a row, Tom, shots fired. If the rule that they're trying to enforce is we're not going to hire you if you smoke, or if we find out you're smoking, we're going to fire you. If that's the rule that the company enforces, yes, caffeine is. is irrelevant. No, it is not. Because it's not the rule. How is it relevant? Because caffeine... It's not on the table as being something that is fireable. So to compare one to the other is irrelevant. I don't think the so. The argument needs to stand on its own. No, caffeine is a nervous... nervous uh, it's a stimulant, stimulant whereas, whereas nicotine system. is a depressant. No, it is not. It's a stimulant of the nervous system. I thought nicotine is, was a depressant. No, it's the same fucking category. It's the same fucking similar drug. They are both stimulants. And my point is that if fireworks or some people shooting at us, (laughs) it's probably fireworks. My point is that um, the argument, the argument on the table is nicotine. You come into the environment. You this is a policy that's an open policy. This is you. You know that U-Haul has this policy, so you can't go in. You can't apply and or be working there and get fired and then say, "But you're drinking coffee." Coffee was never on the table as part of the argument. So to use it as your basis for argument, you can't fire me because you drink coffee. Coffee was never something that was Here's the point. on the table. Here's the point. Uh, I've been mad about this since the 90s. All right. It's fine to say you can't smoke in the workplace because secondhand smoke um, can damage people who don't smoke. And that's fine. All right. When it comes Alcohol to- is the depressant, not nicotine. That's st- I was getting stimulant, them. yeah. I was getting them mixed up. Yeah. And so, um, what, was I, what was I saying? I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah. It, it's, it's understandable that you can't smoke in the workplace because secondhand smoke does affect people who don't want to smoke. I understand and respect that totally. All right? And I'm not saying that people who drink coffee shouldn't come into the workplace stinking of coffee because I don't like coffee. All right? What I'm saying is that these are very similar drugs. All right? And they have... Uh, your your argument is valid. What I'm saying is that it's not applicable. 
no, why, why, is, why are you so compartmentalized in this idea about smoking? It's not, because to me, it's not about smoking. It's about enforcement of employment policy. Uh, fine. It's not about smoking. It's not about a wellness. Um, it's yeah. not about the ploy of it being for the wellness. Right. It's, it's about U-Haul I'll, saving I'll put, money I'll, on cigarette I'll put, breaks. I'll, I'll, I'll That's put, I'll what it's it like about. This. I'll put it like this. What about coffee breaks? Don't give me that shit. You I, can drink coffee while you're working, but if it's no smoking, right, if you, it's no smoking while pe- you're inside working, and you have to give your employees a 15 minute break every seen, four hours, according to, according to OSHA people, laws. I've seen people who spend all day at the coffee maker, and I've seen people who spend all day in the smoking area. All right, don't tell me that these are different things. Okay, They're so to, let me let me ask you something. You need to think about U-Haul as a business. Does U-Haul have an indoor smoking section? Have you been to a U-Haul? No, How I'm off? sure they don't. They don't. I'm but sure what they, they do don't. have is a coffee me- machine inside yeah. the building. And they probably pay for and, it, and, too. And they can drink as much coffee or whatever while they're on the clock yeah. or whatever. And yeah, yeah. They, I'm sure that they pay for it, too. But what they can't do is have their employees outside every four, 15 minutes for four hours or whatever. And if they don't have to worry about that because they're not hiring smokers, this is a money thing and a policy thing. Not, it's not about anything other than that. And for the ploy of it's a wellness <clears throat> policy, I think is bullshit right let, out the let, gate. Let's, let's go back 50 years. Let's go back 50 years. All right, when, when, when cigarettes were healthy? No. When cigarettes could be smoked in the workplace. Those people never had to get up from their desk, did they? No. Then you made, like, you can't smoke in the workplace, and it's like, oh, now we're losing money because you're out smoking, all right? But nobody's counting how much time people bullshit around coffee makers. I've spent, we're spending too much time on this topic. It's, uh, it's both the same thing. You're going to get sued. I agree. You, you, U-Haul's dead. I, ag- I agree with, with the concept. I agree with the, uh, the you, can't, you can't tell people what they can do outside of the workplace. And you, if you're a smoker outside of the workplace, then you can't. I, I, I understand. What I mean is that you don't have to buy the coffee cups. You don't have to buy the coffee maker. And you don't have to work here. You can go work somewhere else. Absolutely. That's what I'm that's speaking. What, I'm what, speaking from the pers- I'm speaking from the perspective of, of the business. Like coffee is different. Coffee is going to make you more effective at your job. Nicotine's not. Yeah, like cocaine. Right. Yeah, cocaine. It's about it's about it's about money. So when you're using coffee as the argument, well, why coffee? Coffee makes you more productive. Nicotine doesn't. No, nicotine is a stimulant, and it does make you more productive. Um, let's let's talk about uh, an interesting snowflake. What do you think? I I just know that that's got. We'll argue with this. I just just know that interesting. This isn't good. This isn't good. uh, I I just know that interesting snowflake has a double meaning. (laughs) No, it's funny. Uh, Ad seeking a nanny for an 18 year old college student gets mocked. Uh, Those seeking a side hustle this new year may be amused to explore an online ad looking for a nanny for an 18 year old college student in England. The unbelievable inquiry for part-time help was posted to Indeed earlier this week in a request that has reportedly been since reportedly since been mocked on social media. According to news agency Southwest News Service, SWNS, uh, an anonymous concerned parent is seeking someone to help cook and clean at their daughter's lovely apartment while uh, the young woman, a first-year law undergraduate at the University of Leeds in West Yorkshire, uh, focuses on her very intense academic pursuits. Quote, she has a driver who could pick up the groceries and drive her around, but someone to ensure she eats well and lives without the stress of laundry cleaning as her study schedule is very intense. The listing reads, the applicant does not need to be a gourmet chef, 
Simply someone who can ensure the daughter eats three healthy meals a day and the fridge is always full of healthy snacks, juice, etc. Uh, she is Canadian and she needs someone to cook and clean for her and lives in a two-bedroom apartment in Leeds City Center with a full kitchen and it's a lovely apartment. The family is also looking for someone to do at least one year of babysitting experience for the part-time. <laughs> you know what? If I were 18 in 2019, if I were born in 2001, that would be my mother. My mother would be putting that hat up. I guarantee it. <clears throat> if I went to college. I did go to college, but it was a community college, and it doesn't really matter. Um, so here's the thing about you snowflakes out there. Shit, man. It's like, I know it's hard. I know it's hard to transition into the world of adults. But you need to get out there. You need to... I think... I think the military was a good choice for me because it just kind of throws you into it. You know, it's like that Burt Kreischer thing where it's like, uh, at some point you realize the dice have been rolled, you know, you're in it. You're, you gotta either face it like a Viking or cry like a bitch. I cry like a bitch afterwards. I think I hurt Eric's feelings. I just don't have an opinion on this one. Okay. I mean, if my kid, if my kid, if my kid got into law school and I was wealthy, I might be offering some. some, I might be offering a a Craigslist ad like this. If I had an ass load of money to piss away and Luke Luke had gotten to med school, and I wanted him to focus on his studies, yeah, hey, uh, I'm taking out an ad. I'll pay you cook clean for my son so he can get keep his grades up. But, if I if I had the money, but don't you think an 18, 18 year old? If my be... son busted his balls and got into law school or med school, he did work hard. He did earn a little. Look, yeah. Why don't you keep on with those studies? Why don't you keep on with those scholarships? Keep on. You say I'm sure that I'm sure that that kid that law school that law student. They're super embarrassed right now. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. I'm sure they're super embarrassed right now, but I'm just saying. I'm sure that I'm sure that in the eyes of their parents, like they, this is not a. I want to spoil my son, and if I was wealthy, I'd, I and he got into med school. <laughs> you know, you're doing him no favors by doing that, right? If he got into med school, I did something right. Fair enough. And if but... if he got into med school, and I decided to reward him with, look, you did so good, you got into med school. Guess what? I'm going to have somebody cook and clean your place so you can keep those grades up. If your grades slip, though. All right. We only got a few minutes left. I want to, I want to touch on a couple of these stories here. Um, so uh, a Texas boy set his front yard on fire when he got a magnifying glass for Christmas. I don't know if you've seen that story. I've done that. It's like, what do you expect? <laughs> what do you expect? It's like, you'll shoot your eye out. You'll burn, your, you'll burn the lawn down. I mean. Yeah, it was a 12-year-old boy in Texas. Uh, their front yard, uh, yard went up in flames on Christmas Day because <laughs> he used it to burn grass. <laughs> She's an interior designer. Nessa Lynn Parson shared on Facebook how her family's Christmas Day was memorable, memorable to say the least, after her 12-year-old son used a magnifying glass he received as a present to try to light things on fire. 
What did you expect? It was a 12-year-old boy. Anyway. Uh, a British lawyer claims he killed a fox with a baseball bat while wearing his wife's kimono. Now he's... this Because he's British, people are giving him a whole bunch of shit because he killed a fox, not because he was wearing a kimono. Is it... Is it- <laughs> Appropriation aside. All right. What, is there a deal with foxes there? Are they endangered? Is it, are they not? Have you ever run across a fox? I know that they kill chickens if you don't keep them out of your coops. That's what he has. He they're, has pred- they're, predatory, they're predatory creatures, and they're wild animals. He has, he has chickens, and that's what he was dealing with. He was dealing with the So he's fox catching the, flat. fox in the hen house, he's literally. Ch- he's catching flack for defending his hens. Yes. See that's see that's it's not Engl- that's England. that's not the out of the normal part of that story. The 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 part of that story that's funny and comical is the dude came out in a kimono, and he's British. That is that is <laughs> like that's the setup joke. All right, that's the joke that makes people think that oh that's the best joke he's got. No, the real joke is he's an anti-Brexit guy. He's is that part is that really part of the article or is that your joke? No. It's in the article. He's an anti-Brexit. He's a super liberal, and he killed a fox, and people are mad at him. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, What is this? Like, uh, uh, this Colorado man. Um, How how can I put this? I got to read, like, the lead paragraph of the article. Um, Todd Shelton, 36, 36, was caught trying to break in a car in Jefferson County um, earlier this month. He was caught by the homeowner, like in somebody's driveway. Uh, just before de- deputies arrived on the scene. There's some guy trying to steal my car. Um, moments later, after they uh, after he escaped from the deputies, he was found um, just down the street trying to break into another vehicle. As they approached him, they said he was actively trying to break into a truck. Um, and this, this is an admission he made to him. He was like, what are you doing? I'm trying to break into this truck. Uh, Sheldon told the officers, I can't. I'm trying to steal this truck. He was taken into custody, booked into jail, and later bonded out. But as noted to Jefferson County officials, the story doesn't end there. Last week, (laughs) deputies responded to a report of a man breaking into a car and said that they arrived on the scene. They saw uh, Sheldon, again, trying to break into a vehicle. At that point, he allegedly told a deputy, deputy, I really suck at this. <laughs> you are correct, sir. I'm spitting like uh, Freddie Mercury in... Uh, what's that video? Don't stop me now. He's spitting all over that video, just like me. Yeah, EK. EK is having some. Right, we don't need to go to that. Backup story. We got about four minutes left. Yeah, I had to refill my drink. Oh, fair enough. Four minutes left, so we're going to torture you one last time in 2019, so I hope you don't mind.
And they march you to the table. Yeah, the same old thing. Ain't no food up on the table. Ain't no pork up in the pan. But you better not complain, boy. You get in trouble with a man. And let the midnight special shine a light on me. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. Drunk. Let the midnight special shine a light on me. And let the midnight special shine a light on me. Y'all that come Miss Rosie How in the world did you know By the way she wears her apron And the clothes she wore An umbrella on her shoulder Piece of paper in her hand She come to see the governor She come to free her man Shine a light on me And let the midnight special Shine a light on me Let the midnight special Shine a light on me Let the midnight special Shine a ever-loving light on me Let the midnight special Shine a light on me Let the midnight special Shine a loving light on me Yeah uh, So we got about a 10 second delay Turn the effect off there Got about a 10 second delay So when it's uh, 11.59 59 Or wait, when it's 11.59.49 it's actually... It's like one second to midnight. But by the time our viewers, because there's a 10-second delay at least. Oh, uh, we could have played like a... What was it? Iron Maiden? <laughs> Two minutes to midnight. No, what I'm saying, like like right now, right now it's 10 seconds. But, well, I mean, by the time the delay gets there. We're going to go by our clock, though. Are we? Should we? Should I we? Mean, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> we'll say it again in another 10 seconds. And just in case. And then in another hour or so, and then an hour after that. Well, Mountain Time Central. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We, um, yeah, I really need to pee and have a cigarette. Thank you so, for tuning in if you tuned in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. Please share, like it, subscribe, become a patron over patreon.com. Um, this has been a Shock Monkey Radio Special production. I'm the Madman and I love you. Uh, and I'm EK and I'm in the background. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>